Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Funny things that you think funny aren't funny. Give me cocks all the time. I want cocks all over me. The Alan Cox show kicks ass, man. Welcome, welcome. Show me what you got. You're not gonna see a lot of cocks on TV. Alan Cox from the Alan Cox show. I don't know what's about you, but I can't even stand your voice. Think you're the biggest asshole alive. It's gonna be a great show. Let's kick it. I say kick it, and you'll just kick it with a tasty groove. Okay. in Midtown Manhattan. What up? Sucking on them quarter pops, boy. I had one today. What did you get? A Diet Pepsi. A Diet Pepsi. Yes. <laughs> I recall being briefly addicted to those yeah. right after college. It was all my girlfriend at the time drank. And I was like, well, I, I, don't, um, I, don't, I don't like Diet Pepsi. But it was always in the fridge. And I have such a raging sweet tooth. Not so much anymore, but back then I really did. And uh, I got to like it. But then, you know, you got to uh, you got to stop chasing that dragon. Yeah. Hey, um, Hound Cake's back in Studio G. Afternoon, white people. Hello. And we're all here together. Uh, if you would like to join us, we would love to have you. Whatever way you see fit. Uh, if you want to call us today, 216-578-1007. 800-348-1007. I will have a lot of things to give to you today, so you will need those phone numbers. Uh, we're going to fill the last two spots on Mary's Polar Blast team. Uh, we are out tomorrow, so uh, we're going to fill two spots today. The last uh, remaining openings on Snow Babies. One week from tomorrow, we will go to... Boston Mills Brandywine for our annual Polar Blast Battle. That's our annual tubing race. I was looking ahead a little bit in the forecast because the only thing that will jam us up is if we end up, you know, next Friday and it's like a 50-degree day. But it looks like that's not going to be the case. It looks like it's going to be right around freezing all day long, which is really good news because that makes things really slick. And it makes it more of... Well, it makes it more of an exciting event, frankly. If we're slipping and sliding all over the place, that's kind of what we're looking for. So uh, if you want to join us for the event and you want to get on Mary's team, maybe you're thinking to yourself, Alan, I don't care. I would get on any team. I just want to be out there. I just want to be 
uh, there in the mix, in the mix of the whole thing, and see how this plays out. So we will do that for you later on. Uh, Alan, I got a letter from Jimbo, who is our bureau chief in Alamogordo, New Mexico. Isn't there like an army base there or something? Why does Alamogordo sound familiar? Mm, I don't know. There's, I don't know if there's an Air Force base or if they Fun did thing to say. nuclear tests there back in the day. Alamogordo. Alamogordo. Uh, what's the... With the, the newscaster, the newscaster that would do his name, Gustavo Almodovar. Almodovar. Gustavo yeah. Almodovar. Uh, Jimbo says recently it was suggested to me by my doctor that I get a colonoscopy, and I said uh, no, thank you, because I didn't want to do all the. You know, you have to prep for a colonoscopy. You can't eat for a good uh, twenty four, thirty six hours ahead of time. You, they give you this. Stuff that you have to drink so that it can clean you out, so that there's nothing they have to contend with. And uh, he said, but he had been listening to the show, and he remembered me talking about getting my colonoscopy. This was a couple of summers ago. And uh, he said that actually helped because uh, he said, I thought about what you said. And again, it's, you know, I don't know how old Jimbo is, but once guys hit 50 now... They go, oh, you should go in and get a colonoscopy. He said he felt uh, okay about it because uh, he knew that he had heard that I was a pansy. Are you a pansy, Alan? And so he thought if uh, I could do it, he could do it. And he said it ended up being the right call because they found something very, very minor and very early. So, again, uh, I'm no uh, physician. I'm not uh, anybody that would tell you uh, one way or the other. But... um, if I can help in any way, and it seems that maybe now is Jimbo uh, alleging that maybe I've saved him from an early death. Who am I to say what does Jimbo uh, consider me his personal savior? I, I'm far too humble to even mention such a thing, but his letter uh, very well received. Elsa says, could you hit the post on slide it in by Whitesnake? <laughs> what kind of ramp is there on slide it in? Um, you know, slide it in, Bill. Do I? Do you? White Snake I don't think in so. 1984, man. Slide it in. Yeah, oh, it's great. So I don't know. Uh, uh, 15 seconds or so? I didn't go real deep with the hair metal. You did it? No. Oh, this was pre hair metal. This isn't 1987, White Snake. It's like 1982, White Snake, before they got all glittery. And okay, so what What are they just regular? It was like blues rock. Blues rock? Yeah, something. like British blues rock, yeah. Hit the post and slide it in. Wow! Point seven WMMS. David Coverdale. Haters call David Cover version because they think he's just ripping on Zeppelin. And the guy just likes big, long, white snakes. Woo! Slide it in right now! On the buzzer. I kind of cheated that because I knew where it was coming in. Okay. Well, I mean, you should Well, there you go. Well, I haven't played Slide It In on the radio Mm -hmm. in a long, long time. I don't know if the buzzer ever plays that. I bet Stansbury plays it occasionally on Big Hair Wednesday, even though that's not... Technically, big the hair. The big hair version of them, right? That's not the big hair version of White Snake. But I was always a sucker for that band. You know, I've had David Coverdale on this program uh, a handful of times over the course of my career, and he's just a lovely, lovely man. He's a grandfather. He's you know, but back in the day, he was he was the man. You know, he was putting it in Tawny Katan. She's on the cover of his car. 
And my goodness. The cover of his car. Huh? Sorry, the hood of his car. <laughs> she was on the cover of the album and on the hood of the car. She's nibbling on his ear when he's clearly trying to drive. She's putting her legs very, all in his face. He's like, rude, unsafe behavior. Come on, this is a two-seat jag. We're going down the Sunset Strip. I'm trying to lip sync to Here I Go Again. And um, uh, putting that fire crotch all over me. I can't... Um, is that still the preferred nomenclature for girls of red hair? I know genetically that's falling by the wayside in general. But uh, do the... Uh, well, I guess guys and girls. Do they still prefer fire crotch? I don't know that they ever You like the fat that. gingers, Mary. What's your uh, take on that? I don't know that fire crotch was ever a preferred yeah, name no one, oh, by anybody. Oh, I am a happy fire crotch. It's on my grinder bio. Well, I, don't I, mean, I don't think many people prefer to be referred to by their pubic hair no matter what it is. Oh, I, mean, I do. Pubic yeah. Hair. yeah, mine's a tartan plaid. Okay, well, I was going to um, say tart. But, uh, old, old gray balls over there. I know that... Uh, I know that uh, at least one or two redheads that refer to themselves as fire crotch. Now, it's probably okay to hit your own group. Uh, that's what I infer, but I just didn't know if that was ever, you know, if that was considered a slur. I don't want to, I, I don't want to slur anyone. Uh, certainly not uh, the late, great Tawny Katan. she alive? Uh, I don't I know. I think she is. Yeah. Well, she's a slur anyone. A little worse for wear. That's right. I have to take a break. I will have more money for you. No, she's dead. Tony Katane? Uh May 7th, 2021. So I was right. Yeah, you got oh, it. Oh, for once, I didn't prematurely kill someone. Uh, okay, well, there you go. How did she die? Was it an overdose or something? Uh, She'd been working on her memoirs, and uh, the scene indicated alcohol. Nothing at the scene indicated alcohol or drugs. All right, well, anyway, Tony Katane. Uh, is uh, uh, still dead. As soon as I can learn how to run a computer, I am starting an online petition to have Alec Cox taken off the air. So help me God, I'm having him taken off the air. break, yeah? There's still some games tonight. Uh, Cavs not back in action until next Thursday night. They will be here at home to play the Orlando Magic uh, at 7 o'clock. But this is All-Star Weekend, yeah? Yeah. In Indianapolis, that's where they're having it? Correct. Adam Silver says that Las Vegas is definitely on the radar uh, for a new expansion team. I can't believe it's taken them this long. You'd think on day one they would have had a Las Vegas NBA team. As much as it's been mentioned constantly, um, and uh, well, there's so long when they weren't even allowing teams to professional sports teams to exist in Vegas, right? But then once those floodgates opened, I thought an NBA team would have been one of the first in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seattle is being talked about as having a team. Bring back the Sonics, maybe that'd be cool. They're the Thunder now, right? The Sonics moved to Detroit, uh, to Oklahoma City and became the Thunder. Thunder, yes. yeah. So maybe uh, a team back in Seattle again. They are also talking about Mexico City. At least uh, maybe not in this next wave, but eventually uh, Mexico City. So Las Vegas in conversations. You know, they have a WNBA team, and they're a pretty pretty big draw 
because I think they've won two years in a row. It doesn't matter what you're the playing. Golden Knights have killed it there too. Yeah, there's a lot of demand for sports teams because Vegas is so. It used to be just the Strip, but it's really a whole city now. Like it used to just be the casinos, which is still a huge part of it. But now there's so many that there's a lot of people that have lived there for a long time, and there's more people moving there for for work, and they want to do stuff besides just go to casinos. And a Las Vegas NBA team has a lot of attention on it, too, because LeBron has always said that he would like to be um, an owner of that team. He would like to have an ownership stake. So they're throwing those uh, cities around. Nashville, Vancouver, and Montreal are also uh, cities that are being mentioned in those conversations. But uh, Cavs with a win last night and then back next Thursday after uh, All-Star Weekend. I will have more money for you here in about eight or nine minutes. It's going to be the next keyword for you to get yourself $1,000 from the buzzard bookie. And we were contending there's a fake Mary Santora Facebook page, by the way. What? You I weren't didn't know in, that. You were in on the email thread this morning. I didn't see that. Oh. I must not have checked my email. I have 18 new emails. Yeah, there's that. somebody who has started a Facebook page, Mary Santo Radio. That <laughs> it says, Mary Santora Show uses my show logo, uh, uses your picture, and they've got a thing on there that says, win a thousand. Did you hear from me? I'm giving away a thousand dollars. Who sent this email out? I literally Amy don't have did. this email. Amy did this morning. Uh, the page has 3,000 followers. This is a fake page. Uh, nobody individually uh, gives you the money, by the way, from the buzzer bookie. So this is someone trying to scam you. So if you are one of the 3,000 followers of the ma- uh, fake Mary Santora page, What's the just page keep that name? in mind. Mary Santora Radio? Mary Santora, like they're using the A, the as, R-A in her name as radio. As radio. Yeah. Okay. Mary Santora Radio. Oh, Santora Dio. Uh, yeah. So that is a fake Mary Page. They've got photos of her up there. They've got uh, a show logo and a buzzard logo about, hey, if you're one of the 25 lucky people who's, uh, you know, like they're selecting people from the comments uh, to give money, that is uh, 100% fake. If you win the, from the buzzard bookie, you get a call. I can't even find it. From the 513 area code. I'll send you the link. Yeah, I can't find it either. Well, let me send you the link. Like when I put in... That name, Mary Santor Radio, all of my stuff comes up from my official page with 168,000 followers. Well, I'll send you the link here. People? This is what was sent to me this morning. Uh, and I said, well, I, I want to let people know then. Uh, it's, a, it's a scam. Oh, the Mary Santora show. Well, it's what got, the it, name is. It's got my show logo, but then the, the name, it, right, but the little no, URL. Saying, they picked a redheaded fat picture of me with shark teeth. Is that the right one? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the one that, that I sent you is the one I'm talking about. So I just want to let people know, we, we don't give away the buzzard bookie. There's no social media component that you don't, we don't text you. You will get a phone call if you win. And it's from the 513 area code. They there's, there's, there's nobody here individually giving away that money. We don't do it. They're not going to give it to you by Bitcoin. We're not using PayPal. You will get a call if you win. So anything you see online, along you know whether it's a fake Alan Cox show page, a fake Mary Santora, it's all made up. It's people trying to fish uh, your information. So I just want to let people know because I was like I was going back and forth on, uh, with uh, the people who were in the email loop, and I go, "Why well, don't oh my they God? They like reshare my posts of me and Brian and stuff." Well, that's what I'm saying. I go, "This is not a page 
that Mary is running. No, this is not me. Because they were like, can Mary shut this down? I go, this isn't Mary's page. This is a fake page. People think it's Mary. That's why there's 3,000 followers. Huh? You can report it. Yeah, well, that's you. So I I would leave that up to you. But I just want to let people know for the purposes of, you know, hey, we're 25 commenters are going to win. That's not how any of this works. But yeah, uh, sharing uh, photos of uh, Mary and uh, the picture of you in the hallway there at uh, iHeart yeah, New York. me and Brian kissing in Central Park. Yeah. Pictures from uh, Captain Fun's floating Fandango. Anyway, uh, they're really having fun with your life. But for the purposes of what we do here on the air, uh, none of that is true. About uh, winning $1,000 if you comment on the fake Mary Santora Facebook page. Dang, they've been copying me for two years. Oh, yeah. Well, you head up Facebook. This has happened to me a handful of times over yeah, the past decade. Yeah, I reported it. So if you come across that reported, it's not us. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Alan Cox Show Facebook page is up, but I mean, in, we've all got our own individual pages, obviously, but I don't ever post anything on the show page about, hey, if you comment, you can win, because that's not how it works. Um. But I just want to let uh, I want to let people know that it says right here. Why am I asked for my card details? Card details serve as verification purposes to declare that you are the official and legal winner in this event. No, we would never be like, "Hey, give us your credit card number." Right, right. Just Venmo me. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we verify if you're a winner. Now that's yeah. These fake people are getting good, man. Three thousand. Oh, the, the followers list is private. It might be fake. I mean, like, they might have paid to get Funny followers, followers you know? to make it look more real. Yeah, but that's not a ton of followers. You pre- They probably got that it's just enough, from saying it was you. But it's enough that someone would look at them and be like, okay. Yeah, that's not me. So, FYI. Uh, yeah, right. We caught you, Mary. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> I came to the This is how you were funding all that... Uh, all them shoes and stuff. You're just scamming the listeners, asking yeah. for the credit cards. <laughs> like, those are the pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. she would be using right. if she was doing a side page, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, we watched a great documentary last night. I, I, it might have just dropped on Netflix, and that's why it showed up. It's called Lover, Stalker, Killer. Has anybody watched this yet? No. Uh, maybe it's been up there for a few nights. That's uh, the kind of Valentine's Day entertainment we like to engage in at Casa Cox. On the surface... It's it feels like a standard kind of story about a love triangle, about a, a an auto mechanic in Nebraska who gets divorced and still wants to see his kids. And his uh, ex-wife says, well, we're moving. And he goes, well, so he moves to the same he moves to Omaha where his ex-wife is going because she's got a job. And this guy starts online dating. The story is about 10 years ago. And it leads to a love triangle and a. It is, it's just a bananas story. Now, we kind of figured out what was going on pretty quickly, but the story itself is so wild that it's a fun, it's a quick 90 minutes, by the way. They didn't drag it into a 10-part series. That's nice. For once, I feel like, I feel like they could have, actually. This one, they could have potentially done like a multi-part episodic thing. But it's a 90-minute documentary on Netflix called Lover, Stalker, Killer. And it's wild. And it's pretty good. So I would recommend that.
If anybody's looking for something uh, fun, you know, you got to be careful with the online dating. I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how anybody does it on the apps. I know when you meet somebody in real life, you don't know if they're a psycho either. But at least you can get a couple of maybe red or green flags off them just by talking to them for a brief period of time. But even on the apps, you can tell when someone is up to something because in my experiences, you you talk for, you know, a little bit and then you set up a date and you meet the person in person and you can tell. I feel like if you meet the person in person, that's a good sign. If they're always someone that you can't hook up with in person or like find it getting catfish yeah then it's like okay well this is obviously something else right yeah so and i mean more and more dating apps are starting to get uh i was reading about dating app lawsuits people are suing uh tinder and hinge uh because they're saying well you know you're trying to hook me with these dating apps, you're taking advantage of uh, emotional people. You're taking advantage of people by playing on their romantic fantasies. Like, yeah, that's what they all yeah. are. I don't understand at what point people stopped realizing what these things are. It, Do they want very, them to scam respectfully? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what people are looking for. Hey, this wasn't... Back when we scammed people, it was just three-card money. Yeah. Saying they're they're trying to lure people uh, to push them to pay money, like it's a they're likening it to gambling apps. They're saying that they're hooking people on these dating apps and they're trying to force them into like addictive behaviors, and that they make that. I'm like, guys, when are some people going to get it through their head that these apps, these sites, whatever their area of business is, they're not there to make your life easier. They're there to get all of your information. And if they can make money off of you, all the better. Because you see that if you've seen the Hinge advertising campaigns, I don't know why they have this like fuzzy little Muppet running around. And if you've seen any of their uh, uh, television or online commercials, they call Hinge uh, the app that's designed to be deleted. That's a lie. The conceit being, oh, you'll find the love of your life and you won't need it anymore. It's kind of a it's kind of a clever twist. I mean, when you're trying to delete and then redownload. It <laughs> yeah. And, but when you're trying to set yourself apart from three dozen other. I always delete the apps, apps once I get a girlfriend. Then I always end up back a year or two later. You don't leave it on your phone. No. Yeah. Not when I'm dating somebody. Well, I don't know. It doesn't mean you go on. I don't know. How long do you have to be dating somebody before you go? Time to delete the apps. Uh, so you don't want to be with anybody else. Yeah. So it was like official. Hmm. Okay. Do you tell them? You're like the joke about Facebook official. You know, you'd go from it's complicated to in a relationship. Do you tell the other person, hey, guess what? I deleted the apps today. Deleted the apps today. I told Brian that when we like started to get more, not more serious, but when I knew that like, okay, I want to move forward with this guy. I don't need anybody else, you know? I think we just both kind of, I wasn't on them, so I just deleted, like, my profile and stuff, and she did the same, and I was like, I don't think we had, like, a talk about it. It was just kind of done. Or was the picture of you holding a fish? Uh, it was me holding a picture of me holding a fish. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of guys think girls are into that. Maybe some no, are. Sure, there's some are, but the, whole, the holding a fish. People are, so, 
a lot of guys don't take a lot of pictures. And when they do take a picture, they're either making a stupid face or they're with a bunch of other people. So a lot of guys, the only fit picture they have of them by themselves where it's good natural lighting and they look okay is the fish picture. That many guys are taking pictures of themselves fishing? No, someone else is. Well, you know, a picture of them holding a fish. There's that many guys that are out there fishing. There's enough and that's that it's, one of the dozen pictures they have. It, it's usually because like usually guys don't have a dozen pictures. By themselves. By themselves. Which is what you want to use for like a dating profile. Right. Which, by the way. Um, and it's usually outside, so it's natural light. So you look pretty good. Like it's, I get why that is the go-to picture for a lot of guys. According to Gen Z comedians in New York City, um, nobody's using dating apps anymore. That that's like a millennial thing, and even millennials are getting fed up with it. But I guess people under 30 are absolutely not on dating apps. What are they doing? They're just meeting people in real life. Oh, it's come full circle. Or they're not dating at all, or they're dating 15 people at once. I was going to say, because, because they're terrified now to meet people on apps, and you can't blame them. I don't think it's that. I don't I think, think it's terrified. Just, I think they're I think just jaded. They say, no, from what I gather, it's cringy. It's cringy to want love like that. So you either let it happen to you or you become polyamorous and date mm. everybody you oh, talk to. You're learning so much from your new roommate. Right. <laughs> Aren't I learning so much? They want to die alone is what they're saying. They don't want to be out there. They hey, if it happens, it happens, man. And then they're 90. It didn't happen. I never put myself out there. If only I'd learned to fish. Is she Gen Z or is she... No, she's 31. Okay. I'm getting Gen Z. I th- for some reason, I thought she was younger. She wants to be. Ah. Mary's learning I, from the other comedians. She wishes she was 22. She tells me all the time. Why? She wants to be Gen Z. Uh, Joe in Akron says he met his wife on Tinder, and they've been together for seven years now. As much as much crap as I talk about Grindr, I do know Grindr success stories. I know people that have met their fiancé, their boyfriend, husband, like long-term relationships from grinder so it there's got to be a hot new gay dating app though right grinder is I mean, probably like the analog to mary's conversation about dating apps in general with gen z is grinder must be for like the olds in the gay community now well it, it, it's a hybrid now like they they have grinder explore they have grinder like you can upgrade it. everything's verified now you can pay a fee and it, it's a totally different experience i <laughs> Do well, not inve- yes, invest in these men around here. Maybe if I live somewhere else, I would invest in getting grind- grinder extra. But hmm. I don't. But there's Facebook dating. There's Scruff. There's Hornet. There's a bunch of different gay dating apps. Grinder is just, I guess, the most mainstream. Okay. And each one has like their own little kink. Like Scruff is mainly for like yeah, it's super niche. Like you, there's something yeah. for whatever you're into, man. Alan, I like my profile pics to reflect the apps. So I'll hold the fish on Plenty of Fish. I'll hold bees when I'm on Bumble. There you go. I will hold tiki torches on Tinder. (laughs) That might be better for that uh, right stuff dating app, you know, for busy conservative singles. Hey, are you a MAGA single and nobody wants to talk to you, let alone date you? Join the right stuff. It's 99.5% guys. Have fun, ladies. No, there's a there's an app that now you have to have a minimum credit score. Huh. The dating app is called Score. What's the minimum credit score you got to have? 675. Dang. No, that's not. 
I thought it was going to be higher than That's that. That's what I thought. The 675 is... It goes is, up to like 850. Well... Be higher than that. They want it to be doable. I mean, they're not... Mm-hmm. I mean, they also don't want like, oh, your credit score of 510. So they want they, it to be... They should have two. They should have... <laughs> <laughs> they the, want it the, to be the doable. The 660 up and then the 650 and lower. Now, you won't see other people's credit scores, which seems to defeat the purpose of the app, but the information is just to qualify people. So everybody you which, do see, you know they're north of 675. Which one are they using, though? Because there's a few different credit bureaus. Maybe they're they using Equifax. I don't know. Yeah, like... Don't know. So the app they're is called... They're usually pretty even, though. It's not often that you'll have a huge disparity, like a 40-point difference between one and the other. Well, it depends, because if you use the app from one of the credit reporting agencies, that's different than a lot of these, like, consumer fun apps they use. Like, you see a lot of commercials for Credit Karma, but that can be way off compared to what your actual credit score is, because they're trying to make people feel better. (laughs) And they're trying to make people, you know, but if you compare them to, like, the credit reporting agencies, you're like, oh, my God, there's like a 20, 25, 30 point differential. So score. So it's false advertisement is what you're saying. Well, no, they're not saying. I mean, what like to Mary's point or Bill's point, which one are they using? There's a lot of different metrics, but the credit reporting agencies are probably the ones that you should be looking at. Those are usually the ones that charge you to look. You know, the ones that show you your credit score for free, they don't they probably have to be way less concerned about being accurate to the decimal point. Most couples argue more about money than anything else. Well, duh. So the um, uh, the credit score thing is important to a lot of people. Yeah, I don't want to get with someone. If I'm just getting my act together financially and I come with some bum who like has awful credit, I'm like, I'm not starting over again. <laughs> I'm not starting over again. <laughs> like Starting over for love with. And he's like, yeah, I got a you know, 580 credit or, uh, uh, you know, credit report or what? what Bad credit. It? Yeah. Credit and, score. Because if I marry him, now that is my credit report. Hmm. Mm, no. All right. So then you need this app. If I make more money, yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you qualify, right, though? You're... He's going to be the guy with the uh, the bad credit. What, no, was, no, I, what I, was Pound Cake's credit when you got mad at him for having good credit? Had, 710. It was like 710. But again, the only thing I could think I would have debt for... I mean, I have debt, but, like, I'm good about paying it. The only thing I, that would get me in a hardship would be my medical stuff. Like, that stuff, like, piles on. And it's like, well, I already got the work. Well, but it's also a fixed system, too, right? They want people owing money. So there are a lot of people with good credit scores, but they're so considered a risk because the reason they have a good credit score is they just don't have that many accounts. And I don't... They know. want people with a dozen accounts that are, you know, revolving credit and things like that. So it's like if you might have a 710, but they look at your report and they go, well, you don't have anything. No wonder you have a 710. Yeah, and it's not going to work for you. I've had one credit card in my life and I used it and then I paid it off and then I cut it. <laughs> so it was only a credit card because I didn't have enough money to get my car fixed. So I bought like a credit card just for that shop that I sent my car to and it gave me enough to get my car fixed and then I paid it off and then I got rid of it. So I don't have any credit cards. If I can't afford something, I just live below my means. I was like, I'll go without. I sleep with a heated blanket. I'm cool. I don't need heat. <laughs> what? What is heat? Electricity's cheaper. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Alan, the problem with dating today is that everybody wants way more than they bring to the table. 
Everybody wants a 10, but nobody's really realistic about themselves. Now everyone's just awful. Hmm. Well, I would imagine that the truth between everybody wants what they can't have and everyone is awful, the truth is probably in the middle. Mm. Somewhere. It's just a bunch of dusty-ass dudes everywhere. Welcome to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Forget the Rock Hall. When does Pound Cake go into the Country Hall of Fame? I cut my beer, my guns. It's the Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. Midnight airing this Saturday night, by the way. No Cavs game. It'll be the All-Star Weekend. So our Saturday night metal show set to go off without a hitch. If you want to be here, that blows your skirt up. We're here for you. Play some Gojira this Saturday night. Play some Dark Throne, right? Uh, local metal from a band called Centerless. Play Crowbar. Your requests, anything you want to hear, 2HTM at WMMS.com. But our metal show, me, Corey Roddick, and Pat Butler will air Saturday night at 10 o'clock. They announced uh, the J-Lo tour coming to Cleveland this morning. How about that grimy, dirty picture of her, too, by the way, on the announcement? See that photo of her? Look at this. Oof. Looks like in one of those movies where she's got the... Um, uh, she's fighting her husband. What was the movie where the husband keeps beating her up? Billy Campbell keeps knocking a shrimp out of her. and uh, Oh. It's called Enough. Enough, yeah. Yeah. As in, I've had enough and I'm not going to take anymore. We're not Jennifer Lopez. I like that, the way she's like, I'm not going to, like, I'm just going to fight him hand-to-hand combat rather than just get a gun and shoot him. But doesn't she train to do it? Yeah, like, that's the whole movie is like... Yeah, I'm going to go mano a mano where it's like, hey, get a weapon. It's too easy. She wants to rain blows down on him the way he did on her. I assume. I've never seen the movie, uh, but I figure if that's the plot, she wants to empower herself. But ooh, that the uh, this is me, Ellipsis, now the tour. Say what you want about J-Lo. Not the world's greatest singer. Uh, but man, does she work hard. She keeps it tight. She's somehow got a thing for Ben Affleck. And God bless both of them. True he's love. Somehow. Ben Affleck? He's hot. Yeah, he's, he's hot. Okay. All right. He's a good-looking guy. He's very accomplished. All right. I'm not saying he's not. He's sober now, so he's um, got his life together. Not yeah. saying he's not. Clearly, they were, they were brought back together for a reason. They were apart for many, many years. I couldn't be happier for them. You gonna go see J Lo Pancake? Do you care about that? If I go for free, mm. I that's would not. A, that's I, a for free one. That's a for free one. I would not pay to see J Lo. No, <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know. No, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know how often she tours. I mean, she's doing thirty cities. Cleveland's one of them. Mm-hmm, I saw that. Yeah, I mean, she has. Because isn't this a, isn't this um this whole this is me this is a part of a documentary film, right? Didn't she just drop a movie that people are scratching their heads over? Yeah, giggly. Not giggly. <laughs> no. No, she just dropped a documentary and people are like, what is this? But she wants to chronicle all the hard work she does. She's in the studio dancing every day or she's recording or she's acting. She's my age. She's keeping it tight. 
So she'll uh, be uh, doing all of her hits and uh, some of the new ones, too. Oh, yeah. This is me now. A love story is on. It's an Amazon Prime original. It's out tomorrow. She was just in that Dunkin' Donuts Super Bowl ad with her husband and some of his friends. There's only one song. She was just on SNL, too. There's only one song by J-Lo where I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this song is J-Lo. I really, really like it. And it's not even, I think it's a single, but it's called, like, First Love. And it was on, like, I don't even remember what album, because I don't chronicle her albums like that. But it was a good song. But she is, I put her in a category with Kesha. She is. Kesha? Yeah, she, but she makes music, but no one looks at her to be, like, a iconic no one look. She's not an icon because of her music. She's an icon because of her fashion. She can shake her ass, whatever. But her music is well. Her party. acting. I mean, she's she's. I mean, it's out party of, club music. Out of sight is still one of my favorite movies. She's really good in it. It's her and Clooney, Steven Soderbergh. You wanted to tussle. We tussle. Her biggest singles. Again, she's Jenny like, from the Block. Love don't cost a thing. <sighs> right. Waiting yeah, for tonight a- on the floor. These are all club bangers, is what you're saying. She's a Latino Kesha. Like, she she makes club and party music. No one... What's the matter with that? She was supposed to be doing, like, the... Uh, <laughs> I think it was a joke, but I, I thought it was serious for a second. She was supposed to be doing the tribute to Whitney Houston. <laughs> and, and people were like, oh, please let J-Lo do Whitney Houston's tribute. Why? Because she's not a... Uh, she doesn't have... Um, wh- what do you call The it? vocal range? Not even the vocal range, but she just doesn't have ballads. No one. When's the last song where you like? Oh my gosh, J Lo sang the crap out of that song. Ooh, listen to her hit that note. Not oh, you vote. you mean she's not? Um, you mean she's not uh, diversified? They're all just like club bangers, is what you're saying? Yeah, that's okay. what her music is. Is it, it, it? It's for a purpose. Like it. There's a purpose for her type of artist. Well, she was but. a fly girl, and I think by the time you get to fifty two, three, however old she is. She wants people to see, hey, I'm still keeping it tight. I can still dance. I'm sure part of it is that. she wa- She's doing like, she's trying to do like young music because she's like, look, I'm putting in the work. I'm not, I know Madonna's 15 years older than her, but she's like, I'm not getting hip surgery anytime soon. I'm still doing the work and I'm still killing it. I mean, she certainly seems to have earned whatever she's got. Listen, there, there's a place. I've never heard of her referred to as the Latina Kesha. Well, she but. was around before I mean, Kesha. That's accurate, but. Though. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Yeah, but Kesha had like two songs. No, Kesha had a lot of hits, but Kesha did have one ballad called Praying that is like one of my favorite songs of all time. But it kind of flopped. No one, it didn't really get a lot. No, it's it's not like, it wasn't a single by any means, but it's really good. It was after she was working with Dr. Luke, who was like the. The rapist. That, and he was a party club. DJ, like he, it wasn't DJ, but he made like hits, like radio hits. Hmm. Um, but she was around before Kesha. I'm just saying that genre of music is for radio play, uh, TikTok, and clubs. Like, especially I, the song TikTok. I remember when I played J Lo, there was a song called I'm Into You with Lil Wayne. I played it <laughs> at one of my college parties, and the girls loved it, but my roommates looked at me like, Bitch, like, whack! Did you put on J Lo? I was like, "What? I really like that song." That song. And they were it like it just like brought down the different 
it brought a different vibe. In so room. what? She's is she just considered like musically an opportunist or what? Like she'll just no. There there is she's just she's got her her. I'm Kate likes divas that it's can her, sing. It's her lane. I didn't say that yeah. she wasn't talented. She is talented, but she's a particular type of she's artist club with dance a, music. She has a lane. That, that's yeah. why no one they didn't even trust her to vocally support the Super Bowl by herself. That she had to have Shakira, and she was salty about that. But I'm like just like Pitbull. No one Pitbull probably has Fireball and maybe one other song that he vocally supports by himself. He's not. A, he doesn't have flow. No one said, ooh, Pitbull can spit bars. Pitbull is a radio artist. Well, every every Pitbull song is a collab, right? It's always Pitbull mm-hmm. FT, somebody else. Right. Same with Flo Rida. No one said, ooh, don't get Flo Rida in a, in a cipher. He gonna eat you up. No one ever <laughs> says that. But they have a particular right. genre. Right, right, genre. They yeah, they do. Genre uh-huh. You know what? Let's get the Pitbull Daddy Yankees. This popular genre. genre. This Pitbull Daddy genre. Yankee. This yes. genre. Daddy Yankee will eat you up. I would not oh, want to boy. be in a separate Yeah, no. Like, the artists that are still famous uh, and they haven't God. put out a single in years, fear them because they've been keeping it I hot this time. I love Daddy Yankee. No idea what he's saying, but that's like, when I think of Daddy Yankee, I think of, like, middle-aged white ladies doing Zumba. Like, when I know that's Jazzercise? Not, that's not, no, Zumba, which is like, it's like, it's like Latin dance workout. It's great. It's still the jazzercise crowd, though, right? They're like uh, middle-aged. But it's, uh, no, 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 because middle-aged women are lo- like elder millennials now. I see. Like jazzercise was baby boomers. Right. Gen X and millennials are Zumba, and it's like Daddy Yankee and like all that type of upbeat club Latino music. And okay. that's what I think of. Well, he was the Despacito guy, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. He has one of those shaky, 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 shaky. Shaky, shaky, shaky. Yeah, it's literally, I shaky, mean, if you shaky. put it in, it's called shaky, shaky. All That's right. exactly what it is. But you liked her playing uh, Selena, right, Pound Cake? You liked J-Lo playing Selena? Was he talking to somebody? He's probably on the phone. He's on the phone, yeah. All right. Anywho, J-Lo, they announced she's coming to Cleveland if you want to go see her. August 20th at the Romo Fijo in the press release uh, describes her as a global sensation. And I have no reason to doubt their assessment. Nothing wrong with that. Um, oh, you know what tomorrow is? What? What's tomorrow, Bill? Your dog's birthday. It is my dog's birthday, but what else is it? My my birthday? Mm-hmm. Bill Squire is the guy. He is the reason why. We celebrate on this date. It's William's birthday. Bill can do anything from eating cake to masturbate. It's William's birthday. Bill can go anywhere. We celebrate on this date. It's William's birthday. <laughs> it's William's birthday. Man, look. Like, sample for uh, Reading Rainbow? A Mary Santorum birthday tribute. Bill's birthday tomorrow. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a better, better song for you on your birthday than Mary Santorum? 
I think I Mary Santora sings for your birthday. She will not. That would be a not birthday present. Happy oh, birthday. what a bummer. I also can't breathe out of my nose, so even though I am a perfect singer, I might be a little pitchy. So did you end up taking a nap under your desk there in the studio before your shows last night? No, I didn't get all the way under the desk, but I did um, like put my feet up on the other chair and close my eyes for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. 10 minutes? So tired. Well, I had also had to eat. I had to go grab something to eat beforehand. And then, um, yeah. Yeah, it was good. The first two shows were great. They were both sold out and so much fun. And then the last one, listen to all this. Here's what I'm learning about mm-hmm. being in New York, is that nobody's on time and nobody cares if you're late. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it is. I thought it was the exact opposite. I thought. So did I. Wow. Well, there's never a downside to being punctual, though. Well, there is, and I'll tell you exactly what it is. When you show up for an 8 o'clock show at 745, and then the show starts at 825. Yeah, but you don't have any way of knowing really. that. But that seems to be a pretty consistent thing. Here. Well, yeah. And so um, I get to the show, and I have a show. My sets are my set times are eight thirty and nine fifteen, and they're twenty minutes apart, fifteen minute sets. So by if I go on at eight thirty, so they're waiting for people to straggle in. No, it's Valentine's Day, so there is a line around ah, the block gotcha. of people coming in. So they started twenty five minutes late. So then I had to switch spots with another comic at the eight o'clock show because it didn't start till eight twenty five. Switch spots and cut my time. So that I could sprint over a mile from one club to the other. And then when I got to the second club for my 915 spot, I got there at 910. And that show still hadn't started yet. Uh, and they were like, yeah, we're probably going to be about 20 minutes behind. I'm like, so what the hell am I running around? Yeah, so it's like well, pushing every spot down. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like you just need to get people's numbers. But it's also frustrating because it's be like, like, hey, I what did, time are you going to start? I text the manager and I was yeah. like, hey... Um, I might be a little bit behind on my 915 spot if you want to change me to a 930 spot. And he's like, yeah, no worries. Just let me know when you're leaving the other club. But he wasn't like, oh, we're going to be a half hour late anyway. Don't worry about it. Because they probably it. all know that everyone's running from club to club. And yeah, there's a consideration there, which, again, I so, thought New York didn't care. <laughs> well, but right. the line around the block is going to do it. But, but not every show is Valentine's Day. Right. But I was saying this was just yesterday. So the first two were great. The 8 o'clock show and the 9 o'clock show were incredible. Sold out. Super super fun. Really, really great. And then my next set, I had a set at 9.15 and then I didn't have another one until 11.45. So I was just like hanging out for two and a half, two and a half hours. And then the 11.45 show is in a room that seats about 100 and there was like 20 people there. Mm-hmm. And it's 11.45 on Valentine's Day. Like they're tired. <laughs> they're drunk. They right. want to go home and have sex. Mm-hmm. Like they could not care less about what I was saying. And there's this really... Why were they there in the first place at 11.45 on Valentine's Day? Well, it was a 10 o'clock show. Oh. So they had already seen seven other comics. Gotcha. It's, like I said, late, drunk. They're probably getting horny or tired or both. Your spot was 11.45. My spot was, I was the last comic at 11.45. And, um... It didn't go very well. I didn't bomb or anything like that, but it it's not my best showing or the audience's best showing. I will say that. Um, but to have 20 halfway listening, mostly drunk people on Valentine's right. Day at midnight was uh, was the probably the most difficult spot. I've Diminishing returns for performer yeah. and audience. Yes. Huh. Yes. All right. So, so you get home night. when? I got home about 1230. And did you wake Brian up? No. So give him a little I FaceTime mean, beef? No, I text him, and he was asleep. Oh. Um, but nothing crazy. We might FaceTime beef tonight. We'll see how it goes. <laughs>
Because I only have one show tonight. Uh, let's make seven. that happen. Let's make FaceTime Beave happen, Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I have one show tonight at 7, and so I should be home by like 9.30. <laughs> I wonder what people thought when the people that subscribe to our YouTube channel, the the clip of you in your skirt, like it pops up when you, when you uh, open up YouTube. I was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that was what the thumbnail. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, I mean, they're probably just watching. Go, okay, yeah. there you go. Right. I know, but it just I, I know what you're they, trying to do there, and it's funny. Yeah. Gotta keep them uh, clicks a clicking. <laughs> you mean we're trying to manipulate the algorithm? Is that what you're saying? Increase engagement. Mm-hmm. What? Uh huh. You don't have to do that. We're per we're performers. Hey, you know what you should do because this would really, you know, you could sensibly kill two birds with one stone. Mary, to take that brand new um, grocery cart that you got uh-huh. and put a motor on it. And then when you got to get, because it collapses, yeah, those fold up? Yeah. Yeah. Like a makeshift scooter. Okay. You put your leg in it. You have somebody uh, put a motor on it, and then uh-huh. you can just be zipping around gig to gig. I should do that. Yes. Why didn't I think of that? Because that, you don't have my amazing brain. This is why I keep you around, Alex. Yep, my amazing brain. But then I have to employ someone to push me. No, that's what the motor is for, to propel you. What are you talking oh, about? Okay. What? I, was, I don't know. I was thinking it's got a motor that in someone it. would be steering it. Or I'm it's steering it. It's not a it. rickshaw. No, they put a motor on it. Now, There's granted. a motor, but I'm steering Yes, you, from you, inside the cart. <laughs> yes, you've got a leg in, and you're using the handle to kind of, it's kind of a rudimentary steering. But yes, now, granted, it will make the groceries, grocery cart exponentially more heavy. Yes. And thereby probably rendering it useless I mean, for the can, actual can still go conveyance of the groceries. Who? I'm just I'm just saying think about it, you know, when you're zipping around if you if you're not you don't feel Well, here's the thing is that I was like this would actually be a really enjoyable walk if it wasn't 19 degrees outside. Right. Like it's it's through um a really nice part, like the East Village Flatiron part of Manhattan from New York Comedy Club to the stand. It's a cute area, but it's so friggin' cold that I was like, I'm gonna, I'm really gonna like this in like May and June. But for right now, maybe I do need to motorize my old lady grocery cart. <laughs> he keeps his emergency bug out bag in his trunk. Unfortunately, it contains only Pez, comic books, and moist towelettes. <laughs> you will be able to vote on which team you think will win this year's Polar Blast. And we'll get all the winning correct entries and pull one. And that person will get all the prizes that the winning team gets. A lot of prizes courtesy of our friends over at Circle K, who brought in a couple of things for us here uh, in the break. So thank you so much to them. And uh, again, all the information is for you there at WMMS.com. Just hit the contest page. We do have a discount tubing ticket link. It's free to come out and hang with us. We just do our race and then party in the lodge. But uh, if you want to get uh, like the two ball night ticket or whatever, we have a discount link. So that's there for you. And we want to thank Statement Limousine because they always get us out there and back. 
uh, safely so we can have a good time. On the rare occasion, and over the course of 12 polar blasts, I can maybe think of twice uh, where I had to drive myself for one reason or another, and I always somehow get lost. I all as many times as we've gone out to Boston Mills Brandywine, I will always somehow go the wrong way, and I don't know. End up at Boston Mills. Something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I'm always happier when somebody else is at the wheel. I don't have to mess with it. Is your girlfriend coming? No. No. Uh, so we'll all be rolling solo. Mary will be there. Mm-hmm. Is Brian coming? Uh, no, he'll have his daughter. She's not coming. I mean, I can ask them if they want to come. That might be fun. I'm not telling you what to do. I I was just trying to get a head count. How does she feel about 99 bananas? Um, I think she probably wouldn't like it, but might be able to mix it into like a milkshake or something. (laughs) Hey, why is she she so sleepy? We just got here. About nine minutes away, I'll have another $1,000 for you. Uh, That money from the buzzard bookie, we've done it for a number of weeks today and tomorrow are going to be your last two days to get some of that money. So if somebody wins every time, just because you haven't already, doesn't mean that you won't. Uh, you just won't from the fake Mary Santora Facebook page. That's all. No. Uh, that person uh, says they're giving away money. They are not. They're trying to get your information. And they're doing it uh, by co-opting the likeness, the name, and the photos of uh, one of Northeast Ohio's most beloved uh, performers and media figures. One, Mary Lynn Louise Santora. Is it Louise? Louise. You saw the guy who got uh, the first case in almost a decade of the bubonic plague? No. Got it from his cat. Uh Uh-oh. Again, I'm not here to tell any buddy what to do but in a home there where you and your roommate both have cats maybe it's a little bit more than just um a physical malaise you're feeling it might be maybe you should get a full battery of tests yeah how's that rash working out it's still it's not as as bad as it was but it's still there Mm. for sure and I thought, okay, so when I carried my groceries two weeks ago under my arm, I thought that that irritated underneath my arm. And I'm like, maybe the rash is spreading because now it's under my arm as well. But I think it's from when I was carrying my groceries and the bag like rubbing against my arm. Why would they give you a rash? Wouldn't that just give you like a like a red rub? Like a like a like irritation, like dry ah, skin almost. It looks I like I don't know. Everything I'm dying. Everything's bad. <laughs> Your timing's impeccable. Maybe it's just moving into the tri-state area there. Maybe that is what you're breathing their air. You're in small rooms with lots of people now. Yeah. In the clubs. Uh-huh. It's a recipe for disaster. It's subways. Subways. Subway okay. sandwich shops. All of it. So you see there, they got two people banging on top of the subway for Ooh. Valentine's Day. It was for TikTok or something, but two people they got when they pulled into the next station, they got in trouble, but they were banging on top of the I think those people, man, you give them a ticket or something, but let them finish. That's a well, I don't know, no. let them finish. But when they get, I don't know at what point in their in their um, sexual congress they were when the train pulled in, but they're on top, like a Tom Cruise stunt or something. They're on top of the train going at it. 
and the fact that they came off alive. You know, obviously there's going to have to be some penalty involved, but you just be like, hey, you know, quietly shake their hand or give them a head nod. Oh, these are like outside. Okay, this is like in either Queens or Brooklyn. Cause I was like, Whatever, they were on top of the train. Right, but they couldn't be in Manhattan because it's underground. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, these are outside trains. Yeah. But again, even more. They're banging on the top of the trains in 25-degree weather. Emission impossible. Oh, these are two men. Yeah! Yeah, Mary, it's 2024. Yeah, Mary. Who's looking? That's not easy. No, it's not easy if it was a guy and a girl. They're on top of the train. But who had the lube? It's probably for some OnlyFans video. Well, they were shooting it for something, yeah. Last Friday afternoon. Yeah, sorry, I came in halfway through the conversation. I was getting ruined, but... So these people were having sex on top of a train and filming something? Yeah, That's filming themselves like. having... Uh, yeah. Oh, my God! Woo! Listen to that horn! Oh, my God! Oh, she's beautiful! See, that was one of the guys on top. He was the bottom. This is when... You know, everyone wants to be a content creator. This is when it gets out of hand because you got to keep ratcheting it up. That's what I'm saying, though. We need to be able to find. I mean, I don't think the train was delayed. I mean, when these things start to cause problems for other people, obviously you have to attach that to something. But if you're in, if just independently doing these kinds of things, they're fundamentally ridiculous. But they're also things that. They are part of making life worth living. If these people can pull this off, they're not dead. I mean, now again, I don't know. They could have been faking it. You know, so much is fake now. Uh, I don't know. They're but still if up they, on the top. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a long way up. They're up on the top of the train. Even, let's say, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Even if they were able to manage partial penetration. All right? I won't hold them to full penetration. Partial. Uh, and they made it all the way there. Didn't delay the train, I don't think. They just found out later on, hey, there's some people up there. Just some people. That's amazing. That That's an accomplishment. As mundane as it might be. It's doing the most. It's a lot. It's a lot. I ain't going to do it. There's already enough smells it, 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 in the subway. Uh, but they weren't in the subway. This is above ground, uh, to Mary's point. There's no way they would have been able to be on top of the train, you know, in the subway. This had to be outside. Yeah. But they had to they had to storyboard this whole thing, I bet. Nobody's gonna spontaneously go, hey, you wanna go bang on the roof of this moving train? I don't know how, how fast it was going. I don't know. They go pretty fast. That's what I'm, well, you, those big long commuter chain trains too, I mean, it gets to the point where it takes them a while to get going, so I would imagine maybe if they were going to shoot something, it would be in the beginning of its trajectory, but, but I, I don't know, and I don't care. People are so quick to write these things off as stupid, because they are. But, but there is some mechanics to attack. something it, there, man, yeah, I'm telling you. The I bright mean, side over there trying to find the <laughs> silver lining. Now, what I'm wondering is, so if they're trying to do this on there, is one guy anchored down? Maybe he takes one of those suction cup dildos puts it down on top of the train, that way he can get on that, hold them in place, that way they, they have an anchor. I'm just saying, yeah. If, if, if this guy is spit-roasted to the top of a commuter train, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but um, good for them. The whistles go, woo! So, yeah, I don't know. 
Because those aren't things I'm going to do, obviously. So, uh, you know, these Why people... Why not? These, get on the RTA! These Bang, people... Bang, on the RTA! I go RTA! I <laughs> MTA. Mm -hmm. I don't even go in the RTA. I have nothing against it fundamentally, but uh, I don't have a lot of experience with it. Still, you know, these are people who are giving of themselves at great personal risk. And sure, they're hoping it pays off. They're hoping this content goes viral. But it's it's viral. (laughs) The bubonic plague. Right, from their cat. I mean, these two on top of the train couldn't get anything worse than that. I don't think we have bubonic plagues, although we are trying this week to introduce the cats, and it's not going well. How is that done, by the way? So, like, we have been, we originally kept them in their own rooms, like our bedrooms, for like a full week. Well, neither of them were allowed out into the common area. And then we started taking turns because my roommate works from home. So my roommate is home all day long. Oh, she is? Yes. So she has her cat out with her during the day. And then I let my cat out at night. So she locks her cat up for the night. I open my door and let my cat roam around the house at night. So that way they're each getting used to the common areas, right? I think it was on Sunday or Saturday. um, Her cat was out. So I went and brought my cat out. And they, like, met and, like, looked at each other and... um. You know, it, they didn't fight or anything like that, but my cat could not have been less interested. She was like, didn't care, kind of doing her own thing. And then, but my cat's nine, okay? And my roommate's cat is only a one. So she's like kind of still a kitten. And she's very, she's much more active. My cat's way more chill, way more like, leave me alone, I'm going to do my own thing. Hers is more traditionally cat-like. Hers is, well, yeah, hers is a kitten still. So hers is still, like, jumping and playing and kind of, like, all over everything and annoying and getting into stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. my cat kind of, she just kind of just, like, does her own thing and she'll hang out and that's it. Um, like a human adult and a human child. Yeah, yeah. So today I was in the shower and I came out and my roommate is sitting in front of the bathroom door. And I was like, what are you doing? And she goes, I know. I was like, are you waiting for me to get out of the shower? She goes, no, dude, Dutch came out on her own. And her and Chloe were like in Chloe's the other cat. She's like her and Chloe were like in the uh, hallway context together. clues. I figured that out. Yeah. yeah, she's like her and Chloe were like in the hallway together. I was like, shut up. So I was like, all right, well I'm gonna go. To, I had to go to work. I was like, I'm gonna leave my door open. Like, let me know how it goes. And so she actually just texted me like a half hour ago and was like, yo, Chloe would not leave Dutch alone, and Duchess was not having it. She's like, she was like real mad about it. She's like, so I took Chloe out of your room and. um shut the door because i guess the kitten kept going in there and pissing off my cat and like messing with her and being annoying and my cat she's was like, like i want to play i want to do this. stuff yeah because yeah. she's one and yeah. she wants to play and my cat is nine and she's like get out of my space dude I'm, and that was part of it like they both really need to have their own space so i was like well let's not let them in each other's rooms anymore like if dutch comes into the common area cool they can hang out but i don't want your cat in my room because then she's gonna start to think the whole house is hers you know is there any concern on your part that your cat just played the long game to find a way to get to New York? And do what? Run away. Become You open up pants on Broadway's gone Dutch. You missed your chance, you idiot. That uh that door opens Stupid up Dutch. between trying to entertain a kitten or being annoyed by it and you being gone with some regularity and being surrounded by still uh, relatively unfamiliar surroundings. She just says, I'm off to seek my own fame and fortune. She just wants to go be, she's going to rough it in the streets of New York. Yeah. She's a city cat. Yeah. 
Maybe. I don't think so, because uh, she wasn't too keen on moving to begin with. But like all of That's what she wanted you to think. Maybe. She'd be the best actor of all time. If yeah. That's what her whole her plan all along has been just to get to New York so she could be astray. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Out there in them streets. Singing them Billy Joel songs. Yeah. yeah. Oliver and company. Hard and cat, 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 cat. No. It's, uh... Oh. Why do I worry? <laughs> that's a dog. Oh, you're doing a one. deep dive. Yeah. Good song. Messages always coming in on the iHeartRadio app. There's a little talkback button there for you that's easy to use. If you listen to us from out of state, tell me where. I'd like to know where people are. Eddie is in West Lynn, Oregon. Trish is in Satellite Beach, Florida. Joey listens in Nashville. Dr. S is in St. Louis. Yeah, it's going to be hard for Pound Cake to find a job for many reasons. Last week... He brushed right over it. He was like, he didn't know what soft water was. You guys were talking about New York water briefly. He had no idea what soft water was. Like, it was a complete foreign term to him. He had no idea. How are you, 30 years old, not know that? I, I, I don't remember that. You, you, you said you didn't know what soft water was? I guess. I don't. Well, Mary, I said, Mary I said something about soft water. water yeah. here is softer, and I thought that might be why I have a rash. Ah. And Poundcake didn't know what you were talking about? I guess. I, don't I mean, again, in Poundcake's defense, he's not trying to get a job as a Culligan man. So, the, Culligan the, person. He's a man. Yeah, but that's... There's a lot of things that um, we don't know. Is that what you're going to... Is that fair to say, Poundcake? Sure. I, I don't... You're, so, growing up, you didn't have... Stay salt. out of the water game is what that guy's trying to say. I was going to say, if there's anybody <laughs> who knows water, it's Poundcake around these days. the only answer you need cody correct yeah no i mean no i don't know what soft water is but it's not nothing i can't be educated on <laughs> like i don't i don't know why that would be a deal breaker of me finding a job well yeah i think you're just saying your general knowledge is that that people would not give you a job i don't think that's the best <laughs> yeah i don't know example if soft use? water yeah. is going to show up in a questionnaire mm. for a job this guy. Am I working a water plant? But if that's the case, then I would get educated on what I need to know. Like I, whatever. Northeast Ohio Water uh, 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 Sewer District or whatever, they're hiring. Go get a job with them. Oh, yeah. Okay. You could learn all kinds of stuff. Every time I'm at my in-law's house in Michigan, um, my father-in-law's like, hey, help me change the filter and the water softener. Because we didn't grow up with a water softener. We had hard water in my house. So soft water always feels slimy to me. But those things, it's like putting cooling rods in at a nuclear plant. You know, you got to crank the thing open, and I'm happy to help. But it's always uh, we had to do a little precarious. You got to put you got to put the salt in, but then the filter is this big long cylinder that you got to try to. We had a well. 
growing up. So yeah. we had to have the salt things you put in there or whatever. And uh, yeah, it was uh, annoying because we'd go and buy them and we'd get a, like my dad would just fill up his truck with as many as he could get and then I'd have to carry them all downstairs and stack them. And then we always had weird jobs like that between filling up the water softener or having to go and uh, take out the dead raccoons. or Yeah, you're out there doing. in the sticks. Yeah. Are they on city water now? I don't think so. Really? Still on the well? I don't know if it's a well. I don't know. I don't know what they got. It's probably, maybe it's a city water. Okay. One of the first couple nights we were here, uh, would you go take a shower and the water pressure? I was like, that's not. There's a lot of water. Oh, there's like, it's brown it because of the pressure. <clears throat> he goes, yeah. no, because it's like it kicks up from the bottom of the water heater. Because uh-huh. only the hot water was, was like rusty brown. And he was like, yeah, let it flush through. It'll be fine. It, it should run clear after a while. And it didn't run clear for like three days, like that this water was brown. And then um, he was like, yeah, there we he like came over begrudgingly after a couple days of me being like, yeah, the water's still brown. I mean, it, and I looked it up like rust in the water can't hurt you. It just might cause like some skin irritation, but it's not going to make you sick or anything like that. Is that where you're? No, because my rash started like last week, mm. and I've been here for in this apartment for two now. But um, and then uh, he's like, "Yeah, we we flushed through the whole system, so there shouldn't be any more brown water. But if there is, just uh, sorry about your luck. Welcome to New York City." And I was like, "How is that an answer? Like, because how they is got that- your money? Yeah, but how is that an answer? How because- is it like?" That's what they, they don't care. It's like the Todd Berry bit about the water dripping into his um into his light fixture because yeah. it's brown, but it's it's not uh, it's not shrimp water is what his landlord told him. He's like, yeah. oh great, good, good as long as it's not poop. But it's oh, like, I'm glad about that. Yeah, there seems to be that seems to be the consensus here is that it's like it, listen, it's nothing's going to be great. So like it or bite it, it. Out. Yeah. yeah, kind of. You're paying a lot of money for far less access to things that make you comfortable. Okay, all sounds good. Oh, and I haven't talked to you guys about this yet. I know we're about to go to a break. Uh, I've been so, like, out of it this week. Um, Because my apartment is an old building, there's only one thermostat for the whole building. So we have... Oh, no. Listen, though, we have the thermostat in our apartment, but it's for the people below us, us, and the upstairs. So we set it at one temperature. Is it steam heat? Uh, it is. So it's, um, but it's, there's baseboards and radiators. So I don't know if it's all steam heat. I have no idea how it works. It's okay? either 400 degrees or it's two degrees. No, but they, so we have it set at 75, which oh I normally love a warm apartment. It's but expensive. the people upstairs do not stop complaining. No, because like, they're above landlord, you and that heat is rising. No, and... they're saying that it's freezing. Oh, really? My landlord had us turn it up to 77 the other day because the upstairs neighbors were hot. And I text her and I was like, listen, I am never the person to complain about it being too warm. I was like, but we have to open our windows. Like, it is so freaking hot. Hot in Ugh, here. And she like was like, thick. she was like, and she keeps like texting us, being like, send me a picture of the thermostat. I need, I like, like, so every time the upstairs neighbors are cold, we have to send her a picture of the thermostat so she can <laughs> prove to them that it's actually 77 um, degrees. Yeah. In we're, the not really, we're not down here growing green beans. It's just we have the thermostat. Which, like, during the day if I'm home, is I'm fine with it because it's like a T-shirt and shorts and I'm comfortable and that's fine. But, like, trying to sleep when it's 77 degrees 
is impossible. Not to mention, it's ooh, look hot. at look at Mary's bedroom garden. Ooh, those sweet potatoes are coming in nice. Is it's this, crazy. Is it going to affect your your heat bill? No, they pay it. Oh, the okay, landlords so pay the heat for the gas for like the heating. We pay cooking gas mm-hmm. and electric and internet. Landlord needs to flush the hot water tank. Somebody said for the brown water. I already said that they did. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you, I know before we go to break, are you buddy-buddy with your neighbors upstairs? Like, are you cool with them? Do you know them? I mean, like, I have her number, but she, like, never texts me. She doesn't say anything. And then the one day, the first day that they were complaining, I got this, some not nasty, but a text message from the landlords that was like, did you guys touch the thermostat? You absolutely cannot touch the thermostat without asking me, like, I need you to send me a picture right now of what you put the thermostat at. Like, kind of being snippy. And then I went to go touch the thermostat, and it was locked. I was like, yo, you have a password on this. Like, I couldn't have touched a thermostat if I wanted to. She's like, oh, well, the upstairs people said that they're cold. I'm like, well, I physically can't change this. So let me know what your password is. And then it took her like two days to uh, find the password to give it back to us so that we could change it. The password is hot one, two, three, four. It is a very strange situation. Alan, FYI, my last five job interviews, they asked me to describe soft water in my own words. All right, well, I guess I was wrong. I've been proven well, wrong one more time. He'll be ready now. Mm-hmm, he knows. Get cracking. If you can't beat them, join them. And if you can't join them, send a strongly worded letter asking why your application was rejected. Another helpful tip from the Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. The new Creed record is just called Stadium Anthems. So it's all the songs that of theirs that get played, basically, at sports events. That's the new Creed record. So basically, a greatest hits. Yes. Stadium Anthems. High earn with arms. Are they playing with arms wide open at stadiums? Is that a is that a stadium banger with arms wide Mega open? Mega churches. Mega churches. Oh, those are like stadiums now. Overcome my sacrifice. What if? Drop that. A couple of weeks ago, so Creed at the Romo Fijo right before Thanksgiving. Uh, Cavs over the Bulls last night by a couple of points. They're off for the week. They'll be back. After the All-Star break next Thursday night, the Cavs will be here at home to play the Magic uh, before they go off to play the Sixers in Philly. So next Thursday night, you'll hear Cavs basketball next. Guardians baseball underway, though. Pitchers and catchers report to Goodyear today. So for people who are uh, thinking about baseball in the spring... That's exciting. First workout today. The first full squad workout will be Tuesday. And then their first uh, kind of um, dicking around game is going to be next weekend. They'll play the Reds for people to go out there to Goodyear uh, to see some spring training ball. That's all getting underway. But they have 11 games before the home opener even happens. Home openers on April the 8th, of course, same day as the Eclipse. They push the start back an hour. But they, um, they're they on the road for a bit before they even get back home here in the spring. The video going viral of an elementary school in New England performing the national anthem at the Celtics game. And people are like, what the hell is this? Now, these are kids. These are school kids. 
It's not a choir either. It's just a class, right? Yeah, did you see this video? No, I didn't, but I'm, is it that bad? It's the Pembroke Elementary School Band. And they were playing before. Oh, it is the band. It's not like just one classroom. No, this is, uh, okay. it's the band. Yeah. It's the band. Okay. Let's hear it. I mean, it, it, that that garbage snare roll, whoever's on the drum line there, I mean, that's not getting you off to a good start. But maybe they have some new members. I mean, this is the exact same band that went viral two summers ago for playing the anthem at a Red Sox game, and they killed it. So I don't know what happened. Don't know. But the Pembroke Elementary School, gone viral, for their um doing their best doing their best and then getting roasted by adults yeah i think it stunk which it did but you know they're kids So gallantly there, burst stripes were all there, and the rockets were there. Mm -hmm. That guy is a proud Pembroke Elementary School graduate, class of 1987, I'm sure. I have to imagine that's the case. I mean, we didn't even have a band in elementary school. So these kids already have a leg up. We didn't have a band in like the what's elementary school like fourth fifth sixth grade like, yeah like third fifth, fourth yeah. up to what I think up to fifth up to fifth yeah we we had like an orchestra or a band or something like that but it probably sounded about <laughs> the same as this band yeah we didn't have anything till high school you didn't, not well, even in like middle no, school but, or junior high or no whatever? because I I have no sense of what those grades are because I went Catholic school was K through eight. And then you went to Catholic high school. So it's basically, you know, we went to one school, K through eight, and we didn't have a band then. We had high school band, but I wasn't playing in high school band. I'm like, I'm going to sit there and play one drum? No, thank you. I'd rather start my own band and, and play with like-minded people. But I had a lot of friends in band. But we didn't have one at whatever age these kids are. So they are. They're doing their best. They're trying to make people happy. Get the whiplash guy to help that drummer. <laughs> Scream at him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, J.K. Simmons, get yeah. him in there. Are you leading or dragging? What does he yell at the guy? I don't know. I never saw it. You never saw whiplash? No, I don't care about a drum guy. Well, but it's less about that and more. I mean, that's kind of the focal point of the character. But uh, a movie are you about, rushing or dragging? So, so the what's the premise of the movie that he's a talented musician and then this teacher abuses him? Verbally, but it makes him a better drummer. 
Yeah, I mean like, he's a, he's a I, I don't want he's a it. jazz drummer. Yeah, and he gets recruited to play in this ensemble. But the we want teacher, you to be the best jazz drummer. Well, there's a lot going on there. That's a very very difficult to play. I, it is. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure it is. It just and uh, he wanted to nail it. And did he? And the teacher. Well, I can't give away the end. Yeah, you can't because I don't want to watch it. Terrence Fletcher. That's who J.K. Simmons plays, and he's screaming at him. He wants to. Make sure that Andrew, this kid, is the very best he can be. I like that movie a lot. Paul Reiser is the kid's dad. Does he does he become the best jazz drummer? Well, I mean, he he gets to yes, he he gets to the point that J.K. Simmons wanted him to get. Oh. But along the way, Bill, he learns a lot about himself, and he learns a lot about what it takes. To perform in that jazz ensemble. What's the name I of the feel jazz like you're giving it. I feel like you're giving it short shrift. Uh, I don't know. It was. It's like a conservatory studio band, right? So it's supposed to be the best of the best. This is oh, yeah. like a. This a is the Juilliard top gun. Thing. Yes. Of of jazz, jazz ensemble. Jazz ensemble. Right. Yeah. So and, and along the way, the guy's got like an on and on again, off again girlfriend. Miles. Teller does. Miles Teller. He's dating Supergirl. I don't oh. remember the girl that played Supergirl on TV. I love Miles Teller. Shut up, Pound Cake. Mm -hmm. By the way, this guy almost hits me again last night in the parking garage. You. He didn't say you hit him. He said I didn't say you hit me. Did. This guy, every time I bring it up from before, he goes, hey, that one time. I'm pulling out last night. Some a I go, who is this jagoff flying down the, the thing here? And I stop. And this car slams on its brakes, but the frame of my windshield is in the way, so I can't see who it is. And I lean my head back, and I just go, go. And I lean my head back. It's pound cake in his car, flying through the parking garage again. I, if I was speeding in the parking garage, that's literally the only... Dude, what? he goes, at what? You're going to say that's literally the only time you've done it? No. It's the second time no, you've almost slammed into me. No, I don't even have my hand or my foot on the gas. I have my foot on the brake, so I literally just coast. I'm not speeding. I literally just go down the hill, and I have my foot on the brake the entire time. I stop like that because people not You saying, slammed on your brake because you didn't think anybody was going to be pulling out, and it was me. Yeah, well, I assume people don't look before they cross through there. So I, I'm automatically on the defense. Like, I automatically put my foot on the brake because there I, there have been people pulling out, regardless how fast or slow I'm going, they don't look. And so I'm the one that has to stop because it would be my accident. But I know All I'm, I know is you were, not, you were not coming down the ramp there like somebody who had their foot on the brake. That, well, that's why I stopped so abruptly, because I have my foot on the brake. I don't have my foot on the gas. I usually just sit with my foot on the brake, and I just go. It just. The, why was your car going so fast if you were riding the brake? I had just came around the curve, and I was going down. I don't know. My car. Ex yeah, but you, you can't whip around those curves. I this, didn't whip around the curve. This parking garage, these cars are packed in here like goddamn sardines. Yeah. And then you got these long bed pickup trucks that you got to jimmy your car around. Those pickup trucks shouldn't be allowed to park in there. They're well, they're, they're not supposed to park in where you're <laughs> supposed to cross over into the other side because you can't see. They're all parked um, there. And again, I turn, my foot's on the brake. I'm not accelerating. And then once I go down the straightaway, I have my foot on the brake the entire time. So I immediately, someone could come from the left or come from the right, and I have to stop quick. I'm having 
my foot on the gas the entire time. I just literally pinch the brake every single time. I go around the corner, and that's literally it. I don't. How this fast? dude's doing thirty on the expressway and fifty in the parking garage. Explain that to it, me. It's thirty-five on the. This guy's guys going thirty-five in the expressway and fifty in the parking garage. Okay, You're make sure I get my numbers right. <laughs> how how I didn't even is- I didn't even realize it was him. So I just take my hand. I go go, and then he. I kind of lean my head back. I'm like, it's goddamn pound cake. <laughs> Again, he's trying to make you water. <laughs> The puddle. He made me water a little <laughs> bit in my pants. All right. Well, listen, I, I'll take you at your word. I'm telling you, like, I don't even. I just don't know why. I, like, I'm crawling when I'm leaving this parking lot. I do, too. Because nobody's ever looking. When I cross through to the other side, I am inching my way because I know people, there's trucks there. They, they don't see. They don't pay attention. They are going fast. I, w- once I get around there, I'm like, okay, I don't have to put my foot on the gas, I can just coast. I don't know how fast I'm going. I feel like even 9, 10 miles an hour is fast. So my car definitely is not accelerating to 10 miles per hour in the parking garage. So whatever it naturally goes to, that's what it is. And I just have my foot on the brake the entire time. Because people back out, don't look. People cross through, don't look. I'm just glad neither of us was hurt. Me too. And I was like, damn it. it had but if to- one <laughs> of you is hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, though, on the subject of these Fakakta trucks coming in here, these guys drive in and they always poke their head out to make sure that they clear the roof. But it ain't the roof they should be worried about. The long flatbed of the truck. I'm like, bro, that's going to point out into the middle of the they aisle. Like, mm-hmm. I know they don't. There's so many of them I'm like this is ridiculous. What is going on here? And they always get the little corner park. I'm not talking about the ones where you cross over. I'm talking about at the end where it's like a half a parking spot. Right. And you're like, oh, this is the only one for like four more levels. Let me just. I'm like, yeah, because they don't want to go up to the roof where they should be. I'm like, bro, don't park there because it'll be one truck on this side, one truck on this side. And then you have to inch your way. The other day, I literally had to inch. I'm like, oh, my God. I rolled down my window to make sure I was close enough to clear the corner. Um, And they do. They just poke out. I don't know what is going on in this garage, in this building, because the first couple weeks we were here, they were trying to really get it into our brains that we needed to hang this placard from our rearview mirror so that we could park in the iHeart spots. There's a row Mm -hmm. of iHeart designated spots, and they gave us this placard. Make sure you hang it because blah, blah, blah. Well, the first week we were here, I parked in another spot, and I thought that that placard meant we could park anywhere, and I got one of those goddamn green stickers on my window, and I go, okay, well, now I know. Well, I don't ever see anybody else who works here with that stupid thing from their rearview mirror. I hang it every morning, because I'm like, that's what they told us to do. I just leave it on there. I don't see, well, I don't see anybody else. I have mine. Huh? I have mine. They gave me a different one. Well, you get in here after. I don't see your car. I mean... You're in here after me and you're gone before I am. So I don't, I don't, I don't see that. But I'm just saying like when I'm, when I'm parking, I don't see anybody else with that thing. It's no skin off my ass. I'm just, I don't know what the rules are anymore. Cause for a while they were like, oh, people can't park here. People can't park. Now everybody parks everywhere. First world problems to be sure. But, uh, pound cake. Oof. Observe it. I was ready to go ham on this kid. Believe me, I have no, I don't have any more money for any more accidents, so I am driving accordingly. No, I Are you? Yes. All right. People, another person, like, crossed me or passed me in anger on the shore away. 
passed you in anger. What do you mean they were angry? How do you know they were because angry? Because it was it wasn't just a, a pass. It was a pass and then a pass right over, like like, and they jerked right over to make it a point that they were passing me because I'm going too slow. Oh, you're going too slow. I see. I'm like, bro, I don't know what you want me to tell you. If there's two people on the shoreway, you got three different lanes to choose from. You don't have to sit right behind me. I, if you are behind me, know that I'm going the speed limit. I don't care if you get angry. I don't care if you pass me. I don't care. The police is going to pick one, and kids are probably going to be my black ass. So I'm not speeding. I'm not speeding. I don't care. Uh, I ain't got no money. I came down the shoreway the other day. I was coming to work via, uh, well, a shoreway. And I'm going the speed limit. And everybody's flying. I go, this is so stupid. Why is the speed limit posted it, that goddamn low when so nobody is, pays attention to it? It is a... Speed trap. Yeah, speed trap. They they know people aren't. It's just but like no. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen anybody get pulled over? Yes, yes. ever. I yes. never have. Oh, I, I take every day. Really? I see somebody once a week. Okay, That's I've never seen anybody get pulled over on the shore. They them. know people are going to speed, so they will sit in places where they know you're, you're going to speed around, they, and, and they'll just pick one. It's usually, like they're the they're tongue. parked at the Edgewater ramps, so so you can't see them because it's kind of a hill right around you. And so turn. so when you're coming over the hill. They can get you. And I see, yeah. I saw somebody last night. Get pulled over on the shoreway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do it. They, they'll sit over there by the little, uh, what is it? The the little uh, ramp, the car ramp. What is that? The little race car? Oh, the, uh, <laughs> what is that? Uh, the soapbox derby the soapbox car. Soapbox yeah. derby. They'll yeah. sit there because it's chained up. You can, a car can't park there, but police. Can, there's a little turnaround for a police there. I saw someone get. I was like, oh, thank God it's not me because <laughs> I was like right behind this car. I'm like, oh. I'm so happy as him. I never wanted someone. I never plot for someone's demise. But I was like, "Oh God, thank you." Better than <laughs> better him than you. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I was like, "It's him." It's, I got pulled over for out out headlight. Uh, my my uh, license plate wasn't framed in the front. And then a month later, they got they did away with that in Ohio. I've never got a speeding ticket. <laughs> like if I got a speeding ticket, I'm like, "Sure, sir, are you feeling okay? Are you sure you you're giving me a speeding ticket?" Mike and Parma said you gave Poundcake a head nod. What song was he blaring? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't have... Uh, wasn't thinking along those lines. People on the shoreway have no chill. Tons of people are doing 70 on it. So they do. Oh, they do, people fly. That's what I'm there. saying. Yeah. I was doing 35 or yeah. whatever it is, and there's just people flying. I wasn't in any hurry. I mean, I'm going the way I'm going. And but people, I was like, oh, my God, why is it so low? And people want to act like there's normal highway rules for that shoreway. Like, you, oh, get in the fast lane. I'm like, there is no fast lane. It's all 35. <laughs> it's all 35, and it's like, also, it like, matter what lane you're in. my exit's on the left, so I always get all the yeah, way over because I have to get to the... Left for the, my exit, and then people will be behind me. I'm like, bro, I'm going 35. People are on my ass, and then they'll cross over, and then they'll go up like five feet ahead of me, match my speed, and then abruptly like cross over and try to make me. They break like, check in, yeah. passive I'm like, aggressive. I'm like, bro, you're, you're not in that much of a hurry. You, sh- you should have took the freeway rather than shoreway. Enjoy the scenic route, homie. Yeah, smell the down. roses. Take some time. Everybody talks about trying to simplify their life. What could be simpler? And going 35 when everyone around you is going 60. Rest assured, when all else fails to entertain you, so will he. You guys suck! This is the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. If I can't talk, Bill. You can't work! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh.
covering Black Sabbath. 100.7 Dalliolos. Maybe I'll play some Sacred Right Saturday night. Love those guys. Perennially underrated. We do a metal show here on The Buzzard. Me and Corey Roddick and Pat Butler. We put our giant heads together on Saturday night. It's called Two Hours to Midnight. It's a metal show, nothing but, for 120 minutes. And no Cavs game Saturday to postpone our festivities. So if you're into metal, uh, join us on Saturday night. Play requests, play local stuff, play brand new stuff. Very excited. To do it for you next week on the show, I will have tickets for you if you want to get to that Avenge Sevenfold show. Their tour is going to bring them to Cleveland in March. It's not that far off, March 9th. They're playing the Romo Fijo with Poppy and Sullivan King. That's a wild lineup. <coughs> You'll also get a signed set list, courtesy of Warner Records. I'll have Cavs tickets for you if you're into the band Set It Off. They're doing the House of Blues end of March. I'll put you at that show. And if you prefer to go uh, back a little further, Queensryche and Armored Saint are doing a show mid-April at the House of Blues. So tickets for all those uh, next week on the program. I was reading a story about how uh, the Ohio medical marijuana situation is in flux. The State Medical Board of Ohio is looking at studying how medical marijuana can help with a variety of uh, situations. Can these nerds just let people smoke <laughs> weed? Well, this isn't normally uh, the ever since they the voters of Ohio opted to make weed recreationally legal. Most of the stories around marijuana in Ohio lately have been uh, how the state house can figure out how to screw with people's vote. These uh, articles are about, hey, let's see, maybe this would uh, have some efficacy with X, Y, and Z, including uh, whether it could help patients with autism and female orgasmic difficulty disorder or FADA. Uh, so they're it's going to be. Right, Alan? <laughs> uh, hey <laughs> Female orgasm, what's that? <laughs> I've never heard of it before. So uh, there you go. If Ben Shapiro starts smoking weed, you'll know what's up. But they're going to be, uh, the Ohio State Medical Board is looking at uh, a variety of conditions and whether or not marijuana would be beneficial for them. Everything from cancer to Tourette's. I don't think the jury is still out on some of these things, right? I think they're like, yeah, we've we've determined over the course of a couple of decades that uh, marijuana, properly prescribed, helps a lot of conditions. Uh, three physicians on the medical board who sit on the medical marijuana committee are taking female orgasm difficulty disorder very seriously. Some of the research on it goes back to the early 1970s. I don't know why you gals can't just loosen up. Never thought of that. Have fun. It affects up to 41% of women worldwide. That's up to 41. So it could be 
Uh, but boy, can you imagine? Now, we as men simply cannot imagine women who have never had an orgasm. I mean, we can have them on demand. Some women can't have them because they're on medication. Oh, no. I would never presume to understand uh, what goes on there. But I'm just saying psychologically, think about that. I remember dating a girl in college who said she had never had one. I'm like, not even with yourself? And she's like, nope. And I still won't. (laughs) I said, well, it ain't going to get any better with me, baby. No, I was at the beginning of my sexual awakening, so I was ready and willing to do everything and anything it took. And I maintain that uh, level of enthusiasm to this very day. An orgasm is addicting, bro. Like... It's just like when you try meth for the first time or like heroin, they say, you know, the high is never as good as the very first time. I don't think it's as good as the very they first time. They never get bad. They never get bad. But it's not, the high. Say it's hey, man, bad. meth ain't that bad. I didn't say it was bad. It's just not as good. It's not as orgasmic as the very first it time. It feels you, great wait, to me saying, every single time. You're saying you haven't had one, an orgasm as good as the first one you ever had? Yeah. Well, that was just because it was a novelty. That's I'd be I'm willing. Yeah, but it doesn't feel worse. It just, you weren't used to them then. I've definitely had some that I'm I've like, been I like, can't. well, that's a top five. I'm like, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> I can't feel my leg for like five seconds. I'm a faint. <laughs> That's just bad circulation. Like that's mm-hmm. not <laughs> You might be pre-diabetic. Maybe. Yeah. So um that's good news, I guess, for proponents of studying marijuana to see what it could be used to treat. Of course, recreational marijuana. Now, not so you'd really notice it, but it is mm-hmm. now legal in Ohio for anybody twenty one and older. They just have to figure out how that's I guess going to look how that's going to what what that framework is going to be, but people are lining up to take your money for weed. Um. Oh, and Snoop Dogg, listen, weed centric, weed oriented, weed adjacent. The story about him suing—I didn't realize there was a Snoop cereal. We probably talked about it, and I just don't remember. But Master P, remember Master P? Was he Lil Romeo's dad? Yes, he is. Master P. Remember him? Percy Miller. Percy. You don't meet a lot of Percy's Percy. anymore, do you? Nope. I wonder why that is. Mm. Anyway, Master P and Snoop. I mean, you don't meet a lot of Calvins for that matter either. But these guys have a cereal company, Broadus Foods. Of course, Snoop's name is Calvin Broadus. And uh, Broadus Foods. And they make cereals. And they signed this big deal with Walmart. And it was going to get distributed through Post, which obviously, huge breakfast cereal company, right? You got your Post cereals. You got your General Mills cereals. What's What are the other big cereal companies? So it's like Kellogg's is who I'm thinking of. And Yeah, they're up there. The, yeah. <laughs> I put them on the list. For a guy that lived in southwest mm-hmm. Michigan for a few years, I can and whose children grew up in Battle Creek, Michigan. I can't believe I couldn't remember Kellogg, but there it is. And whose mother in law, ex mother in law used to be a executive with Kellogg. Anywho, that was a long time ago. Currently Snoop well, My dad's a pretty big wheel down at the cracker factory. Uh Snoop Dogg and Master P are suing Walmart and they're suing post. 
saying that there was all kinds of corporate chicanery behind the scenes to torpedo their cereal. They're like, look, we're trying. This is part of a broader effort to get food to communities that might otherwise be underserved. And uh, what they're saying is that Post wanted to buy their company completely. And they said, we don't want to do that. We we didn't form this company to sell it. We're trying to build something here. And so they said, no, we want to keep control of our company, but we're going to enter into like a distribution agreement. This happens all the time. It's nothing weird. This is the same. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And uh, they're suing now because they said that because they wouldn't sell their whole company, that Post is torpedoing uh, their cereal line, telling Walmarts to not stock it on the shelves, keep it back in the stock room, or to hike the price up, which goes, obviously, their whole point is to provide food for, you know, economically disadvantaged communities. That's the whole point of Walmart, by the way. And uh, so they're suing over their cereal. I'm most upset at the lack of puns I've seen associated with this story. I never met a pun I didn't like. And I've seen none. I've seen none. I didn't see... I didn't see Serial Eruption. Didn't you have that song? Serial Eruption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't see Hey Kids Smoke This Bowl. Oh. I haven't seen anything. Anyway, snoopserial.com. Uh, if you want to look into it, you can still buy them online. You can buy them at other places. There's Fruity Hoops with Marshmallows. There's Frosted Drizzlers. And there's Cinnamon Toasties. They are available at Target. They are available online. But they are suing uh, Walmart. The Cocoa Crazies are going to be out soon. The Iced Crunchies. A lot of Z's uh, in these. But, uh, oh, yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz. Oh, yeah. So they're going to go to court over that whole thing. Oh, yeah, faux shiz, There you go. Father was the case that they gave me. People were blowing me up this morning, accusing me of, not accusing me, but of the opposite of the AC bump. They were like, oh, my God, Alan, no sooner did you mention Sean Evans, the Hot Ones guy, dating the porn star. He broke up with her on Valentine's Day. Over the phone. Over the phone. Because he was dating a woman named Melissa Stratton, who I had was not familiar with. Uh, I Googled some of her work. And uh, not my type, but to his credit, she seemed enthusiastic. And uh, they attended several public events at the Super Bowl together. Uh, there were photos of them, and uh, apparently he broke up with her because he was worried that the relationship had gotten too public. Now, I think this story is 0% true, that he dumped her over the phone. You don't take a porn star to the Super Bowl if you're trying to keep things on the DL. Mm-hmm. There's photos of them. They, they, you know, they're not... They, it's they, the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. And yeah, these aren't photos that were taken of them like getting into an Uber on the street. It wasn't TMZ chasing them. Evans broke up with her because he felt that their relationship had gotten too public. He wants to keep his love life more under wraps. 
So again, I don't believe any of this. I think he's like, hey, let's reset this. Let's pretend we split up. Let's be. You think that guy, you, I mean, if you're familiar with Hot Ones, you know what the Hot Ones guy looks like. All due respect to him. You think the Hot Ones guy is going to date and then dump a porn star? Yeah. No. No, absolutely would. Why? Because he can. He's I think incredibly either, successful. I think his team said, yo, bro, this might be a bad look. So either it didn't happen. I'm inclined to think that this isn't true at all. No, I think I think he's like, yeah, this doesn't seem. But he like knew what I she, want. he was cool enough to date her. He knows what she does for a living, right? But it, but he doesn't want to be out there dating a porn star after all. Why he, did he take her to the Super Bowl? Because he, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go. It's gonna be fun. And then it goes, it gets out there, becomes a story. He goes, eh, this isn't what I thought it was. I don't like it. I don't buy it. Me either. I mean, there's no way. First of all, any porn star, and you see this a lot. You'll see documentaries about porn stars. The only time they're ever dating hot guys is when they're dating another guy who does porn. When they're dating civilians or married to civilians, they're always these chinless dopes. Because those are the only guys who will put up with them. So when people go, oh my God, how did he get her? Because he puts up with all of it. That's how. He's okay with his lady. He's okay getting yeah. railed by dudes that, you know, if this guy started getting some gains, he'd look like a porn star. He's got the shaved head. He's got the stubble, the whole bit. Maybe it's true. What the hell do I know? But I think if you're dating a girl who does porn and you're cool with it and you're taking her to the Super Bowl, I don't know at what point you go, hey, I didn't want anybody paying attention to us. I didn't know this was going to be public. I think somebody in his organization was like, hey, uh, we might not be able to get Russell Crowe or a Carrie Mulligan for hot ones. If you're dating porn if you're stars. <laughs> dating porn stars. The guy does a show called Hot Ones, but the spotlight was too blazing. Couldn't handle the hot lights of Hollywood. That's what they're trying to get us to believe. For once, Poundcake and I are in complete agreement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I concur. Like, it's all made up. I you, I think you're just, okay, even an average show with, like, millions of dollars, in the grand scheme of things, this girl has banged, you know, CEOs with, like, private jets and done all the stuff. He has to be okay with all of that. And he might be getting cucked. Like, he might be uh, something like that. Well, listen, Bill's right. The guy's very successful. Like, he's got his own thing going on. You know, a lot of times these porn stars but, end up with guys that don't really have anything going on. But it's not a lack of her meeting guys that aren't successful. I think a lot of people... Uh, who doesn't want to date a porn star? Like, especially the higher up you are, the richer you are, the more exposed to that lifestyle you are. About five or six years ago, there was a uh, porn star named August Ames. She was Canadian, and I thought she was super hot. She hanged herself in a public park. She was Canadian. Her, I, I thought her real name, she had a, a porn name already. Her name was Mercedes something or other. But and she changed her name. Her stage name was August Ames. She's real cute. And apparently she'd been getting all kinds of, like, hate online over something she said. And it led her to hang herself out in public. Well, her husband at the time or so, was just this regular-looking dude. Some schmo who was putting up with what she does. That's the transaction. I get to, I'm married to a porn star. Still and she's super hot. And once in a while, when she's not too tired or blown out, <laughs> right. she comes home 
You know, because that's what they always say. Long as she comes home to me. Yeah, well. They, those guys in the movie don't get kissed the same way I get kissed. Well, it's listen, it, it is acting. I mean, uh, you know, as, as much as people give porn stars a hard time, that it, a lot of them are doing phenomenal acting because they're acting interested. If you were doing that every single day of your life for a living, that's not a long-term plan. I you know, find what I mean? it weird. I, I wonder what the... And again, I... I grew up in the modern age of uh, streaming porn, so I don't know of any huge porn stars that are, like, mainstream, to your point, Alan. Not anymore. Like, I knew some in the gay world, but it, I, I was like, can't, these guys aren't millionaires. Like, they're not riding on private jets, and they can just retire from porn. They usually just have to keep it going until they can build a business and do something Well, else. guys, uh, I mean, they're at a disadvantage from the jump because they make so much less money than women. You have to do gay porn. You have to be like a lot of them do. pan yeah. or whatever, pansexual. Pan. <laughs> That's what it's called. I know. I just thought it was, you have to be pan. Like you, if you, you got to be willing to blow the pipes of pan. And and to to your credit, you said it was like it's just acting. So if you're okay with just acting like you're gay, gay for pay, then you there's no problem. I I, I don't think a lot of the gay porn stars that I'm obsessed with are gay. I think <laughs> that's a- what's funny to me is that people think that because porn stars are having sex that they love it. <laughs> like no, it's you can't pick a boner. You can't. Yeah, but and it's <laughs> it like, is a job. But I mean, you I, I but can you might not love it. Right, but you understand why people might have that thought. I mean, sex is like the thing everybody sure. loves to do. But not, only because you're not doing it for work. Right. Like, they still, like, Cody, to Cody's point, where he's like, these dudes don't even like penis. Like, they are attracted to women, but this is what they do for a living. So they go into work, and they do their job. It's not something they're like, oh, I love that. I can't wait to get Yeah, but that's still a different it. thing than being a heterosexual actress and pretending you're, like, having sex. You're still not doing anything different than you're doing at home. But when you you're gay for pay, you it's your job. You right. are not doing this for pleasure. Right, but but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the physical interaction. Yes, That's different than guys <laughs> pretending to be gay on film and then they go home to their wife or whatever. But the physical interaction is still not pleasurable if it's work. Because you think you how many takes you saying? have to do. Yeah, I understand, but That's, I'm just saying it's very... I don't think people understand that porn stars aren't going to work every day like... I'm so like, horny. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. When there's, when there's when four dudes uh, surrounding them, <laughs> women are like... They don't feel like we feel best. when we have yeah. sex. And all, those du- and all those dudes are taking Viagra anyway, no matter how, because right. they have to be yeah. on... But the, the flip side of that coin is, there are girls doing it because they really do enjoy it. Sure, but you... I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I buy that. To be honest with you, I don't think you can enjoy sex eight hours a day. I just, I just. Well, they're not doing. I mean, it's not. They're not punching in and out. If you'll pardon the pun. It's not. They don't make that fifteen-minute video in fifteen minutes. Right. It's like a twelve-hour shooting because. Pardon the pun, but like they got to do several different takes, several different angles. The lighting may be bad on one. Mm-hmm. Think about, think about if you like. Oh, I don't like your face in that one. Do the whole. Thing. Sorry, I bumped something mm-hmm. there. No, you're fine. I was done. But like. Yeah, think about if you don't like the scene, you have to do it again. That that would suck. A reshoot, if you will. Yeah, I just think of orgasmo, and I want to do so many quotes <laughs> that I can't. Stun! <laughs> now you're a man! Call the Alan Cox Show. Eat that, you piece of crap. 216 or 1-800-348-1007.
Princess Pound Cake? Selena. <laughs> See, I knew he wasn't going to whiff that one. Bitty Bitty Bum Bum. Big Selena track. I was watching a lot of the coverage last night of the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Parade. And they said nine kids got hurt. It was just a couple of dudes who... Exchanging fire. Yeah, had a disagreement. Mm -hmm. There was no big plan. One of the guys was in a Mahomes jersey. He was there to have a good time or who knows. You might have seen some of the aerial footage of the guy running through the crowd. And once uh, some bystanders realized what was going on, they tackled the dude. You're not going to get away in a crowd that large. So, obviously, you're not really thinking it through. And uh, But they said that uh, nine uh, kids got hurt. And that Andy Reid and some of the other players were, um, like, comforting some of these kids. One, one kid was 13 or 12 or something. And he said that uh, somebody had come up behind him and asked him if he's okay. And he said it was Andy Reid, who was the coach of the Chiefs. The one woman who died was a local radio host in Kansas City. Uh, A woman named Lisa Lopez Galvan. She died during surgery at the hospital after she was shot. And she hosted um, the Tejano. She was the host of Taste of Tejano. Of course, Selena was the considered the queen of Tejano music. Which, for the uninitiated, is kind of where country music and... and, um, uh, kind of Mexican folk music, pop yes. music uh, intersect. Yeah, she worked for a station called KKFI there in Kansas City, which is it's a non-com station. It's what's called the the reserved band. So it's college stations. You know, you get to the the low end of the radio band there, eighty-eight point one and ninety point whatever. Those are always college stations. Those are non-commercial radio stations. So there's nonprofits or whatever, and um, she worked for KKFI, which was called Free Range Radio. She was the one person that died uh, during that parade, and so the people at that radio station are mourning her. The wildest thing is uh, when I was watching, they were talking to her best friend, who was also named Lisa Lopez. That whoever was doing the voiceover was like, no relation to the victim. Imagine your best friend has the same name as you. Like, uh, hey, this is my best buddy. Bill Squire and I go way back. That'd be so weird. My name's Bill Squire, too. So all of her friends were um, extolling her, her virtues. Said She was lovely. Uh, did people's weddings. Like our own uh, MC Wettings, mm-hmm. Pound Cake. She was so full of life. Uh, she has a couple of kids. Her adult son was also wounded, but she was the only one who died. Eight victims had immediate le- unless there's some update. But what I saw this morning is that she's still the only fatality. There are a lot of casualties, but and again, it wasn't. You know, I was watching an interview with the mayor of Kansas City. And he's like, we had 800 cops out there. We had snipers on the roof. You know, this is this is anytime there's a they you're never going to have more people out than when there's like a 
major like this, sports yeah. event parade, right? It's like astronauts coming back in the 60s. He's like, we had 800 cops out there. And we had snipers on the roofs and lookouts. And he's like, there's just too many guns out there for anything to be 100% safe. All those police officers and just two dudes shooting at each other. No way around it. But the uh, the two guys uh, tackled the dude, I guess. Some 21-year-old kid. I think they have three people in custody. We tackled him. We tackled him. He got close to me. I got the right angle on him. And I hit him from behind. And when I hit him from behind, I either jarred the gun out of his hand or out of his sleeve. Because as I'm taking him down to the ground, I see the gun on the ground. Yeah. He hit him from behind. Hit him from behind. The Kansas City police chief. Of course, they didn't throw a flag because it's Kansas City. <laughs> Is that what they don't throw flags for Kansas City? Are you saying that the referees were favoring the I'm Chiefs? saying there was a lot of holding that I saw. Wow. I saw some of them. And you think they deputized some of the refs, if I'm hearing you correctly, and I think that I am. Mm, something like that. We have confirmed there is uh, one deceased person. Our gunshot wound total has went up to 20. Has went up. She's nervous. Mm -hmm. That's the chief of police, and she talks like pound cake. I can do anything I want. Maybe that could be your new job, pound cake. Do you want to be the chief of police? Chief of police of Cleveland, Ohio. Chief officer here. Cop pound cake. Officer Poundcake. Listen, the press conference is going to be lit. You know, Cleveland Police Department, they're going to be in trouble because they got a lot of cops who are retiring. So CPD, which is already pretty short-staffed, is looking at even being even more so over the next few years because so many cops are retiring. And they only hired 21 officers from the police academy last year. And so they're looking at what if people a, just stop doing challenge. things that we need the cops for? What if people just be good? Yeah. Huh? Be good. Why don't we do our part? What we'll is be good? People just be good. Just be good. Be That's good. Be good. Yeah, but listen. Uh, update your resume, pound cake, to make it seem like you have law enforcement um, expertise. Uh, Mr. Brown, what can you tell us about the unarmed person that was shot and killed in your precinct? Well, he pulled up and we just got the bussin' and there ain't nothing we could do. He looked at us, we looked at him. We got to bussin'. But in a city like Cleveland, that's what you need when they talk about community engagement, right? That's what they're talking about. People who can go into those neighborhoods and talk to them, mano y mano. He was a husband, he was a father, he was a friend. Haven't you ever heard of friendly fire? We got to bussin'. That's what it is. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I mean, I'm heard this. of friendly, friendly fire. fire. He goes from best sports talker to, to chief. Cleveland chief of police. Mm-hmm. Dude, you want to talk about a glow up. Unprecedented. Find out what this helpful brown can do for you. That's right. We'll talk to Justin Bibb. I'm sure he's listening to any and all options at this point. Because Cleveland Police Department, they are going to be, they're going to be in bad shape. Which, of course, is a boon to the ne'er-do-wells of Cuyahoga County. There is uh, one deceased person. 
Our gunshot wound total has went up to 22. We're still working on a total number of victims. This is still an active investigation. Immediately, officers responded to the area, took two people into custody, and also immediately rendered life-sustaining aid to those victims. Well, unless there has been an update about more fatalities, all I saw was that uh, that local DJ who died, Lisa Lopez, no relation to her best friend, Lisa Lopez. And Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Lisa Loeb is coming to the grog shop or something. I saw that. You say, only here when I want to. So, you know, um, those kids hopefully will will be fine. Um, By the way, speaking of shots fired, did you see the, have you seen the body cam video of the guy who thought that an acorn falling on the car was him being shot at? Yes, that is very upsetting. That dude is not good at his job. Well, he's already like quit or retired or something. But still. Okaloosa County, Florida. This is um, part of the panhandle. It's not far from the Alabama border. And there's body cam footage of this uh, Jesse Hernandez is one of the deputies. And I guess his partner had been talking to a woman across the street. I don't know if it was a domestic or what it was. But there's a guy, I think, in their squad car. He shoots up their own squad car, right? Yeah. Okay. He thinks, you'll see this if you're watching the live stream, an acorn from a tree fell onto the roof of the squad car. This guy hears that as a gunshot. So, again, this doesn't seem to be a high-pressure situation. They've got a guy in the car in cuffs. Yep. And his partner is talking to the woman. This guy rolls on the ground. He is screaming that he's been hit. He ain't know if it was an acorn or a cap. Either way, he got to bust. <laughs> well, they got to bussin. Yeah, got to bussin. <laughs> it's just what's going to have to happen. But the video is pretty wild. He and his partner are unloading into the car. Oh, because you hear her go, where, what, where, there? And he goes, yeah, there. He falls on the ground. Mm -hmm. Go go back to the beginning so you can hear. Here's the. You can barely hear it. I was going to say, I don't even hear the acorn. The guy in the car wasn't even hit. So easy. Like, he just wants to shoot things so bad. Uh, He wasn't. No. Like, changes clips. How embarrassing. He shot through the car. I'm good. I feel weird. I'm good. I feel weird. I feel weird. 
Yeah. Oh, so anyway, that guy. So uh, Billy Madison, when he was like a little tired, a little <laughs> hungry, <laughs> for all in all, I'm okay. Do we know what this officer looks like? Because you obviously Body no does idea. not show his face. No, they've already. I guess they have cleared his partner because they were like, "Look, she didn't know what the hell was going on. She was trying to help him." Yeah. But, um, this dude, uh, he had not been shot. They had determined <laughs> that an acorn had fallen on the car. He was shooting at the handcuffed suspect inside the car, by the way, who was not armed. I don't know why he, he goes, he shot through the car. With what? He didn't. Unbelievably, the guy who was in the car and handcuffed did not get hurt. Um, imagine if he had killed that guy. So I don't know, you know, this piece of video is going around, but, but I'm always like, why are people becoming cops? Because it's a job. It's literally probably a job that pays decent. Where they yeah, live. but 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 if it's just for the bennies and the lack of accountability, we're gonna need people to check a few more boxes. I'm sure, but it's the same thing with people who sign up for the military. I'm sure no one's unless you're like a legacy child and you're no, but but, but the, but the military, serve. but the military's different. I know a lot of law enforcement is military, but when you when you go in the military, and people have their different reasons for doing that, you might want to go to college. You might just be want to be somebody who wants to get out there and kick ass. Maybe you come from a military family. My dad was in the military. My nephew is is in the army. Um, but military is different because there seems to be more extensive training there. There doesn't seem to be a lot of extensive training. And you're not directly in, dealing with the public every day, right? In I mean, the military. law enforcement has kind of become a catch twenty two at the local level because. The ironically, the increased account of bil- accountability in a lot of areas has related to a drop in recruitment because people are like, well, I don't want to get in I trouble. don't want to get in trouble for accidentally killing someone. So we're not exactly getting the best and brightest. Right. We're getting people who can't discern an acorn dropping from a gunshot. I'm just curious why people become cops because people some people still say it. They go, I want to make a difference. You can't fault them for that. I feel like that's that's a small percentage. There's a, another percent where um, they didn't get respect in high school. There's some of that too. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. A lot of different people go, but again, the the recruitment numbers across the board are going down unless they're heavily incentivized. There are some cities that are like, oh, we're doing this, we're paying more, whatever. But Cleveland's not one of those cities. But I can't. They don't blame, have the money for it. I can't blame them though, and that's what I'm saying. They're they're underfunded, so they get like the crappy gear. Like the only thing they get that's probably brand new is the guns. They probably got some deal. But like, if I'm going out with a bulletproof vest that's like janky, and my car's janky, and all my equipment, yeah, but janky, the, the, but the gear is completely different why from am I risking my life. The gear is, but this guy wasn't risking his life. No, right? th- this is there's no excuse. This is an extreme case, yet. obviously. But again, this is what people see. Mm-hmm. So it's weird, so you know. Also, so my theory is like, or my idea is for people to just be good. But also, acorn, stop falling on cops' cars. It scares them. Like, what if a bird? If a bird pooped on me, it was like, oh my gosh, I've been hit with acid. <laughs> <laughs> it's got acid. acid. <laughs> Whatever. It Again, is. Yeah. I know. I I, I, under, I understand. You know, cops will tell you all the time. We don't even. Uh, uh, they'll say even a standard. Um, when you pull somebody over. Right. Standard traffic. You don't know what you're getting into. I fully understand that. But people are trained to deal with certain situations. That's why we give you a gun. And 
I don't want anybody that nervous being a cop. If you're that nervous, man, there's a lot of other things you could there's be doing. A lot of, a lot of other things you could be doing. I, yeah, I wouldn't want to do an escape room with that guy. <laughs> We're stuck in here forever. <laughs> We're never getting out. Oh, my God. We're trapped. He's like, I'm just having a really bad day. I have anxiety, guys. Like, I, just... I don't know the clues to this escape room. <laughs> we got to get the hell out of here. We can shoot through the wall. <laughs> Oh man! So I uh, yeah I don't know man it is is wild wild no it's scary that's that's literally it Someone... you know because because and there's no there's no perfect solution to it you know there's some people who think well if you want to be a they should have cops should have college degrees and I understand where they're coming from there but that's gonna but cut it way down that's expensive too people can't afford it yeah. Or, you know, like I said, there's some cities around the country that are, like, incentivizing people to join the cops. But, again, if you're just doing it because there's, like, a signing bonus, you ain't going to get the best and brightest. But I would say the best and brightest are working for people like private security, secret service, or uh, when Taylor Swift comes to town, they're secret service detail. Like, they work for agencies. I don't think, like, city cops, I feel like a lot of them. It's not a career for them. It's a stepping stone to something else. Alan, the George Floyd backlash still plays a big part in Absolutely this. The all does. cops are racist murderers and the ACAB. And the, there's no doubt that that plays into it. If people in law enforcement are like... We we can't do anything, you know. We can't do our jobs. I mean, that's that yeah, is that. absolutely part of it. All I'm saying is, I don't want anybody that nervous. I don't think anybody. He just that's unloads. A there was a video a couple of days ago of this girl in her friend's apartment. I think it was Memphis, and both of the responding officers were female, which is apropos of nothing. It's just I mention it because it's usually pretty rare. Um, and they were responding to a woman's apartment where her friend was coming to stay with her, but I guess hadn't left the key or something. And so the woman went through her friend's window. It's like an apartment complex. Well, anyway, some nosy neighbor calls the cops. Hey, my neighbor is getting broken into. And these two officers show up. This is all in body cam, too. And they go, hey, they knock on the door. And I don't know if the woman's friend was nervous. I heard conflicting reports as to whether or not she was armed. I don't know. Didn't sound like... Anyway, these two cops, they unload into this woman's apartment. Every round they have goes through the window into this apartment and killed the woman's friend. I don't know if they found a gun, but I'm like, Jesus Christ. Every round you have went into that went into that front door. And the two female officers are screaming back and forth at each other, make sure they're okay or whatever. But I'm like, God damn. If your initial reaction is empty the gun, I don't listen. I'm not a cop. I don't know. You know, there's 10 situations, obviously. But again, if people are joining up because they're like, well, I need a job. Man, there's a lot of jobs out there. Mm -hmm. It's like when we when we uh, I used to speak at broadcasting schools and there was always somebody in the back who used to be a secretary. I'm talking like a 50-year-old woman, you know, who's like, well, I got fired from my job as a secretary. I figured I'd get into radio. How long until I make $50,000? I'm like, yeah, that's not what this is, man. 
You're not getting into this to like, you know, it's not, it's really not that kind of gig. Death is a touchy subject. Unless you're killing all your time with this, then just keep touching. The Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. Hey, Joe Briggs is right here. He's at Hilarities tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Hey, everybody. A proud son of Parma, from what I understand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The greatest city on the face of the planet. If Not you Parma me. Heights. Parma Heights means nothing to me. Okay, I, I was going to say. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I was making yeah. that distinction because I had to learn... Well, I learned it not long ago, but boy, if you conflate Parma with Parma Heights, people do not, they don't cotton no. that around these and parts. And thank you for knowing the difference. Most people will be like, I'm from Parma, and I'll be like, where? And then they'll name a street in Parma Heights. Oh, don't mistake not me. I don't know the difference. I just know the people from Parma and or Parma Heights, they don't like to cross the streams. No. What is the difference? Is it I literally higher? I think that Parma Heights just literally seceded from Parma at one point because they thought they were better. And it's it's like Parma's a perfect square except for Parma Heights, and it drives me nuts. I mean, Parma does take uh, great pride in being like the seventh largest city in Ohio oh, or yeah. something like that. That's our thing. Yeah, you got, got a script sign now? Script sign. Yeah. yeah, that's very exciting. You grew up there or something? Hey, hey, what? You been to Parma? Oh, I, I'm staying there right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm living the best week of my life in Parma right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why is it the best week of your life? Because I'm in Parma. But like... Oh, and I'm, I'm doing hilarities on tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two shows tomorrow night. Two shows tomorrow. Second show was just added. So if you're like, hey, I hope there's enough tickets. Good news. There it is. And that early one's an early one. It's at 630. 6.30 show. Correct. 6.30 and 9.15 tomorrow yep. night for Joe Briggs. Yep. And the 6.30 one's sold out. Six, Six thirty-one. There's like I think five tickets left. Last time I, it's very close to selling out. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the late one was just added. So if you love you know Parma and Cleveland and you want to support it, you should come to this show. Otherwise, you know. And Joe's also very very funny. Oh, thanks, thanks. Now, do you think that it's partly because uh, Parmanians want to come out and see you and then be home nice and early um, to be tucked in? Well, yeah, <laughs> the early show almost sold out, so they can get back home to Parma. That's for the senior yeah. citizens. Okay, yeah, you got to check Catch them. the last half You're hour of Blue Bloods. Yeah, yeah, huge with them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And what do you think that is? Um, you remind them of their grandson or something along I just, those lines. I think I really like the TV show Cheers, and I think that has a lot to do with it. <laughs> it's a great show, though. Yeah. Is that like a comfort show for you? Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 31. Okay, so you're a young man. Yeah. So Cheers was not first run TV for you as a kid. No, I think it was like. The finale was off the air by the time I was watching TV. Okay. Yeah. But by the time I was even born, I think it was done. I mean, when I was, I was probably in like junior high when Cheers was on. Yeah. But it was like was the sh- 90s, right? Like, Cheers I mean, was, was 80s, I, I thought. But I thought it yeah. ended in like 90 or 91. You're probably right. So Like I late think, 80s, early yeah, 90s. Because I remember, I think I saw the finale of Cheers. I think Cheers ended, I was born. Yeah. Back to back. Not back You mean back. completely coincidentally. Yeah, cool. Now yeah. Joe can yeah. come. Second coming <laughs> yeah. of Cheers. Right, yeah. Your parents were so frothed up at the yeah. finale of Cheers that uh, joeisalsohere.com is the website. That's true. If people want to go see you in totality and get a better picture. Of I got a couple expect. websites. What's your I, other one? I lost my mind during COVID. I just started buying domain names. Okay. So if you go to uh, clevelandrockhall.com. <laughs> uh, so you're squatting in the hopes of maybe really cashing uh-huh. in on that. Yep. I, yeah, saw I, an ar- I saw an article that they were thinking about expanding to London. And uh-huh. I was like, I wonder if they have clevelandrockhall.com. They did not. 
Right. I do. So has <laughs> anyone approached you about not uh, even once? Okay. <laughs> what other uh, did you buy a bunch of domain names? Because if you yeah. if you get the right one. I mean, it's you're throwing darts, yes. but it doesn't cost much to get these URLs either. So I think uh, I think BigBadBrigsy.com, that'll take you <laughs> <laughs> to the website. Too. They'll all take you to your website. To my website. Yeah, okay. uh, I need to buy some more domain names. Um, I need to do that. That's, uh, that's oh, the one that I set, it'll go directly to the ticket link for this weekend, is Pierogi Prince of Parma. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm-hmm. It does work. I checked it. Yeah. Um, for yeah. fans of alliteration, Parma... And pierogies. pierogies and royalty. Yeah. 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 Pierogiprinceofparma.com. So your also... dad is the king? I don't. Well, I also own Pothole King of Parma, I think, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure on that one. I'm pretty sure I Pothole own it. King of I'm typing it in right now. Potholekingofparma.com. Yeah. Goes to joeisalsohere.com. <laughs> Thank you, you for coming to the website. Did you yeah. grow your hair out over COVID? When, uh, when was the decision to, because uh, I'm growing mine back out. Well, so I kind of, when COVID happened, I did, I cut my hair at first. I shaved it myself and then I like okay. real short. I don't know if you remember that, Bill. It was I do. real short. It was bad. It was bad. And it was I was bad. like, never again. And then yeah. like, I think you also took the beard and mustache off. Like you look terrible. Yeah. No beard, no mustache. The mustache has been three years now. Of yeah. Just not shaving so well because guys like you and bill when you're clean shaven it's a very it's infantilizing yeah right i somehow look unwell though how so like i i think you look well just peaked when you're (laughs) i think i look healthy now when i (laughs) shave it looks like i've come down with something real bad yeah he's healthy enough to grow hair yeah Yeah, bill when you went when you fully shaved you look like you were by your own admission you look like you were nine years old. yeah i look like a baby without a beard i don't i don't like it not in a fun way not in a baby i remember when you did is that when you did the bowl cut cut, yeah. yeah i just got my new license picture so the bowl cut picture is going away because <laughs> I mail it now, so it'll be like three weeks. But it's an end of an era. Uh, Joe Briggs is doing, uh, he's leaving Parma. And he's coming into the uh, uh, the city of Cleveland to perform for you tomorrow night at Hilarities. Yep. The 630 show, if it's not sold out, it will be soon. But they added the second show at 915. Yeah. You, uh, you live in New York City oh, now. Yeah. But yeah. how'd you get this uh, headlining gig at hilarities what how'd you how'd you manage to pull that off uh so i've not had this is, hilarities is my favorite place in the world even if it's not me everyone should go there always um but i've never i didn't know how to ask to headline because i've never done it so i created like a video that's me just in front of a camera asking them it's real bad it's like you you, you taped an audition i taped an audition and sent tape it to nick and sent it to or nick sam and or sam. somebody yeah, yeah sam yeah, yeah. And then uh, I found out last night that but they knew who you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I thought it'd be fun. Right. Um, and then they posted it. They posted it. <laughs> so, so if you go to the ticket link page, you'll see it. It's uh, it's fun. And then I guess he also there's a projector in the room, and so when he got the email, he pulled the projectors down and played it for all of the staff. Nice. Um, so oh, corn dog saw that. Corn dog saw it. Oh. Yeah. So it's really gone viral locally, as well. So, yeah, it's yeah. got 56 views on YouTube. It's hey, a look at that. Big deal. All right. <laughs> Mary, have you thought about that? Just taping yourself auditioning and sending it to all the clubs? I have not thought about that. But in a room. I'm in a good spot right now. I just spilled Italian dressing all over my shirt. And I have no time what? to come home and change. Oh, no. I'm Italian not, dressing like that dog in the freezer. Can you just buy an iHeart New York shirt? I honestly might at this point. I'm not mentally in a good spot right now. But oh, no. I'm very excited for Joe to be headlining, and you guys should definitely go see him. And congrats on already selling one of the shows out. That's awesome. Thanks. Dude. Yeah, thanks. Are you also in the stepdads of Galway? Yeah. 
<laughs> Man, I keep every every time I go to see that. This is a band that Mike Polk has. It's Aaron McBride. It's uh, that's a telly, Yeah, it's like, like a, a rotating yeah. cast of characters. But every time I I want to go see them, something else is happening. I have yep. yet to see the band. Who's usually plays with them too? Yeah, yeah. So there's now two members of the band that live in New York full time, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really going to cut into the gigs here uh, yeah. locally. I have a yeah. feeling. Yeah. So how long have you been in New York then? Uh, coming up on I think eight months now. Oh, you just went? Yeah, I, yeah. I moved okay. only a couple months before Mary, yeah. What yeah. was the impetus to finally do that? Um, I think a lot of... So I was doing shows at Hilarities, and it was a lot of people just kind of bullied me into it, I think. Okay. Um, people were like, you should just move. Brendan Ayer, I don't know if you know Brendan. Yeah. He, yeah. he would tell me I should, and it's a good move if you're doing comedy, I think. So. Yeah, because they're like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Mary had to kind of clean some things up in life, yeah. and right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, yeah. Now she's got to clean up a sweatshirt. Everything. How many uh, clubs have you been past at? In New York, Joe. Well, uh, just one. Mary's already passed at three. What the hell? Don't come to the show, though. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let that be like a deterrent for tomorrow. No, he, Joe's hilarious. Joe's so when Joe's. did you start doing stand-up then? Uh, so this April will be five years. Okay, five years. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Mary has been doing it twice as long. Yes. Yeah. Um, Next week is 12 years for me. Hey, yeah. Congratulations. Wait, really? Yeah. Did Congrats. you also drop out of pharmacy school? Joe? No, I. Oh, okay. uh, he got his degree. I became a full time accountant, and I, I, I really regretted that. Was that your square job for a while? You were an yeah. accountant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's not fun. Don't recommend. Mary. Yes. What if Joe was like, I got passed at four clubs? Does I mean the length of time doesn't necessarily translate into how well it's going to work out for you. It well, doesn't oh, hurt, sure. obviously. Yeah. No, but I know a lot more people. Gotcha. I've been around a lot longer. The connections are what you're talking about. I've also been coming to New York for the same amount of time Joe's been doing it. Right. So, like, he started five years ago. I was already seven years in and started making yearly trips to New York. Right. So I was laying the groundwork when he was just getting going. But if somebody... It's, it's absolutely not a dig at all. I'm just uh, no, I, I, that, that, was my, that was my question. I was just messing with him. Right. No, I, no, I, I get that. But that was like my legitimate question was... Um, no, if someone they, could... If a prodigy could, start, could show up. Right. You could yeah. do comedy one year in New York and get passed everywhere if you're yeah. just a killer, yeah. but... I mean, you could be somebody who... They just happen to be amazing, like Matt Reif. They just happen... They just happen to be amazing from the beginning. Just good from the beginning, right? Never bad. Always good. I mean, I, I, <laughs> always I, good. I'd never even been to New York City before I moved there. Right. Like I'd never visited it was like me or, in L.A. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I knew I would not like it, and I was like, well, if I move here, then I have to stay here. So, mm-hmm. what's your favorite part of it so far? Uh, my favorite part of New York. Yeah. Besides the comedy stuff, you know. Oh, you besides love comedy. comedy? I, I don't. I really like that pizza is readily available. Oh God, isn't it? It's I just so had some nice. yesterday. They have pizza <laughs> there, just on every street corner. They're not known for it though. <laughs> I I will die on this hill though. I like Cleveland pizza better. Now, what is Cleveland pizza? Uh, Mary Angelo's pizza in Lakewood, or just like nobody. Also, oh, has... overrated pizza is Cleveland pizza. Is what you're saying? Whoa, dude! Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Shots fired, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, no, I think New York pizza is also overrated. Yeah, but it I, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, yeah. yeah, no, it's very good. Yeah. Um, now, do you ever have long term plans? You know, people go, "Man, when I hit it big, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z." Oh, if I you hit it big, you open up a Cleveland pizza shop in New York City. 
Oh, like if a, I hit it big, like a Browns I'm, backers bar, you know. No, if I hit it big, I am moving back to Parma. <laughs> I swear to God, you're gonna buy the biggest house in Parma. I'm gonna, Dude, that's my goal too. Where yeah. I was like, I'm gonna be here long enough until I can afford a house on the lake. Bingo. <laughs> to exactly get out of New York. To get out of New. The only way out is through. Yeah, if I could tour and then own a house in Parma and yes. have my truck and. You know, mom and dad still live there. Mom, mom and, dad's and dad still alive. Yeah, yeah. you got yeah. siblings. Brothers in North Royalton. He's a traitor. Um, like, like he was at January sixth. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, no, no, he wasn't. He really, <laughs> he's a sweetheart. Trader, um, trader. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. No, Understood. And are they all coming? Are they? Are they? Are they supporting you in your headlining? Yeah, they. I'm. I am uh, more ner- nervous about doing stand up in front of my parents than anyone else. So, Understood. have they seen you? They have, but not. Not a lot, right? Not a lot, and usually I know when they're coming, so I can be like, "Well, I'm not going to do." Your dad's, uh, <laughs> you know, he's he's an immigrant, so he's real, uh, yep, direct. They love the arts. Yeah, they, they're they're known for that. Have you ever been to the Balkans? Yeah, like, <laughs> is that where your family's from? Just my dad. He's from Serbia, and then my mom is uh, just Irish American. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And he's very probably serious about being Serbian. Very serious, and on uh, multiple. There's like when I first started doing stand, there was times where he's like, "Why are you telling people about this stuff?" (laughs) (laughs) So, well, my ex-wife was Serbian, and they're very serious about being Serbian. Yeah, it's a very proud people. It's a very. I'm casting. I'm painting with a broad brush here. Yeah, but very, very proud and serious people. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, but he's supportive of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, always. It, it, for him, it's like baby steps. He's like way. I think that he is. I really do yeah. think he is. I mean, but like, like you, you spent all this time going to college. Yeah, and you go. Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. He said you graduated, but then you're like, but I want to be a comedian. I don't want to be an accountant anymore. Yeah. So his big thing was like, as long as I have a degree to fall back on, he doesn't care what I do. Okay. Um, Where'd you go to school? Uh, Dayton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But he. uh when I first moved to New York, the first time I came home, I, I did not like it. And I was like, I want to move back. And we got breakfast food together. And he was like, no, you need to stay there. It's the right thing to do. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. So I didnn't. He yeah, already made the move. Around. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, yeah, that's, this is good for you. Do that. So it was very nice. Where are you living there? Uh, Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. By yeah. yourself? Or you got other eight other people in there with you? Uh, just one. Uh, Cleveland comedian Joe Graham. So two oh, Joes, okay. one apartment. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, good. Yeah. Alan, I really want to hear more of Joe's domain names that he's... <laughs> I don't know the rest of them. <laughs> so, have an Excel spreadsheet with yeah. all of them? Yeah. Um, MyPrettyPony.com probably yeah. won't go to uh, JoeIsAlsoHere.com. I stopped... Uh, I think I deleted some because uh, it turns out renewing all these domain names can get a little expensive. Yeah, right. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you get them for a couple of bucks, but you renew them at like 10 bucks a pop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it was, I think it was that thing where it was the first year it was $12 to buy them. And I was like, it, it was during COVID. So I had every dollar that I've ever had. And then I moved to New York and they all hit it once. And I was like, whoa. Right. So, <laughs> so that's not a yeah. financially I think sound. O- Oops, all Briggsy, I think, is gone. That was one I decided <laughs> could go. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Cheers was 82 to 93, I'm being told. 93, okay. Okay, I was born all 92. Right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Is it true you can't swim? Yeah, hundred percent. I can't either. Yeah, I yeah. I won't drown, but I can't. Uh, I've almost like legitimately drowned. Have you? Twice. I mean, I drowned when I was like little, but yeah. like as a grown person, yeah, it gets increasingly embarrassing. As like a college student, uh, I almost drowned. Yeah, because uh, a girl, I think she was trying to flirt with me. She was like jumping on my back, and I was like, I can't swim. And then I just woke up. So you were kidding? Yeah, she thought I was kidding. Yeah. And then I just woke up on the side of the pool, like throwing up. 
Did she pull you out? No, my best friend Mike Hip did shout out. He will be at the show. I had my so. friend's little sister pull me out at a pool party in like the fifth grade. Wow. That was a hard one to get past. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even trying to impress her. She, I didn't even know she was there. She just like went out and pulled me out. <laughs> like a class party. Like this That's impressive too that she was able to. I can't swim, so swimming with another body is very impressive to me. <laughs> Some tugboat action yeah, out there. Yeah. Just a just a dead weight body. I can't even do single duty, and they're doing double duty. That's very impressive. Uh, uh, two Joes, one club. I don't, oh, yeah, yeah, your roommate is your roommate, people are yeah. texting me here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I have uh, I think I have the domain name JoeGramSucks.com. <laughs> and I'm pretty and he sure. doesn't want to buy that from you? Well, I think he has Joe Briggs Sucks, and it goes to oh, his. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay, so. yeah. <laughs> They're like, I'm learning about so many Joes. Yeah. I need to go see uh, go see both of them. Yeah. Uh, Joe Briggs is doing two shows tomorrow night at Hilarities. That 6.30 show is sold out or it's all it's on Very the cusp. Close. Last yeah. time I checked, it was close. It may have. I don't know. It's like a half a ticket yeah. left. You can sit on the edge of the stage. You're, you'll be on stage with me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 6.30 and 9.15 tomorrow at Hilarities right around the corner from here. Uh, he's uh, He's come home. He'll be visiting mom and dad in Parma and then uh, heading back to Brooklyn. In a Chevy Cruise. Well, good for you. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Uh, Joeisalsohere.com. So many other sites will take you there, uh, <laughs> but that's the main one. Call the Alan Cox Show. Pay attention to notice the reverse of everything that is normal becoming abnormal. 216-578-1007 or 1-800-348-1007. Ah, cut your arm off with that, you son of a bitch. Gojira, a little taste of what's to come Saturday night. Do our metal show here. It's called Two Hours to Midnight. All-Star Weekend, so there's no Cavs game. So we are free and clear to get going around 10 o'clock. I'm going to send this one out as a uh, request for Mary. I've never requested. I'm sorry? I couldn't hear you over the amazing strains of Gojira. From southwest France. By the way, you would never, ever request that. No. Why would I request that? How's the sweatshirt? Because you have I'm phenomenal so, taste I in music. I am so annoyed. I am so tired. And well, how did you get dressing on your... Week. How did you get dressing on your shirt? Because I got an Italian sub today as a little treat for myself because I haven't been able to taste anything all week. And my taste buds finally came back. So I was like, oh my God, you know, it sounds so good to have that I can finally taste something as an Italian sub. And then I went to go have a couple bites of it in the break and dripped all over my goddamn shirt. And it's oil, dude. It's not yeah, out. it's not coming it's out. Not yeah, coming that's, out. Nope. yeah. You got that oil stain now. I'm what so time's your show? Mad. Seven. I'm hosting. I do not have time to go anywhere or do anything before the show because it's a 35 minute train ride to the show. Can you find like a. I'm sure there's an iHeart shirt around there. Like a bodega hoodie? I don't. They don't have bodega hoodies. <laughs> It says they go what about, the, what about the club? If you're at the club, do they I'm have any see hoodies? If maybe yeah. they have a hoodie or something. I've never seen anyone wearing shirts that said like the stand on it. They always just have like everyone's just in all black. Mm-hmm. 
This happens every time. I'm just going to stop eating before I have shows. Yeah, if it happens every time, you think you'd figure it out. Last time I you got to take your shirt off. early so that I could go home and change because I smelled a pop all over myself. <laughs> why, why are you whatever the, Cleveland, the Cleveland accent, whatever it is, is just in that sentence. I had to go home early because I smelled a pop all over myself. <laughs> oh, that's what? Uh, so annoyed. You need a like bib I, at least. I already... Haven't been. I feel like crap. I'm tired. I'm like. This is the cherry no on the Sunday, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And you don't have like a t-shirt on underneath it. I do, but it's 30 degrees outside. Well, so Take you can, off, but, but you can wear that to the club, and then sure. Then yeah, when you go on stage, you can you can just go with t-shirt. Just be freezing cold. What color and is the t-shirt black, underneath? But I have green shoes on. And you know the that's what fine. the hell does that have to do with anything? They don't match. Oh my black god! Black everything. That's fine. Yeah. It's, no. It's a WMMS buzzard shirt, so it's like black and yellow and red. No, that's the fine. The only color not in this shirt is green. Well, turn that yeah, inside out. But it looks better than a big old stain. <sighs> you know what happened, I bet. That what? oil seeped through to the MMS t-shirt. It probably did. And then it was... <laughs> squ- I was sc- I'm trying so hard not to swear. I know. I scrubbing it with a shout wipe that didn't do anything except make my shirt more wet. You think people are going to care that you're up there in colors that don't match? No, but I specifically wore these shoes. To Understood, but you also uh, specifically spilled uh, Italian dressing on your shirt. <sighs> I would say so embrace the suck. Just tell them. I think they'll probably think it's a funny story. Yeah, but then where do you go with it? Yeah, well, then just, there's no payoff. Then people just look at it the whole time. Yeah, 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 now they're, they're distracted yeah. when she's trying to make them laugh. What kind of bra do you got on? Can you just go? I'm not taking my clothes off on stage. I mean, it worked for Natasha Leggero. Nobody knew who she was until she poured them out. You're right. Yeah, dump them out, Mary. <laughs> Make a name for yourself. Dump them out. That's how you do it. Dumpers. <laughs> Dumpers. 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 Sloppers. Boobs. Dumpers. Sloppers. Same thing. Carell and the 40-year-old virgin over here. Mm-hmm. You know, like giant bags of sand. Yeah. Dumpers. Boobs. Like sand. I just don't understand why I'm like this. You know why you're like this. It's like what? That. You're de- clumsy? Yes. What? Okay, I'm well. only clumsy in the most inopportune times. Well, then don't eat or drink in an inopportune <laughs> I'm time. I'm hungry. I'm not going to be able to eat again until I get home at 930. So no. I wanted to have something in my belly before I go on stage so I don't feel sick or faint or nerves. How was you know the sandwich, what I mean? though? It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, I think just take that, like, the, just wear the T-shirt on stage. When you're not up there hosting, just put the hoodie back on. To so stay take warm my in between. on and off every 15 minutes to take people on and off stage. Um, yeah. Do you see why that's annoying? Everything. Yeah, so I didn't say it wasn't a little bit it's annoying, but it's not that bad. You also haven't been sick all week. I can't breathe. I'm tired. All right. She doesn't want solutions. She doesn't want well, solutions. this is the cherry on the Sunday. This is, she's already, mm-hmm. I understand. I mean. I, I'm sorry. I just want it. Somebody said squirt lighter fluid on it and then wash it. I, lighter I fluid? We're going to get lighter fluid. She She's not worried about the the spot in general. She's worried about it right now. She needs to get rid of it yeah, now. Yeah, I'm not worried about it not coming out later. Right. And you know what's so funny is that my my 
friggin' backpack weighs 30 pounds when I carry it every day because I leave my house at 11.30 and I don't come home until 1 in the morning. So I have to have <laughs> everything for the day in there. So today... She's doing the baton death march on the way from the club to her home. Today, I had this bright idea where I was like, oh, I just won't bring my purse. I'll only bring my wallet. That way, that'll alleviate a couple of pounds. And you know what I have in my purse? A tied-to-go pen. With that has detergent in it that probably would have gotten it out. I don't know about that. That's a pretty big stain. With oil, no, it's too. Wet. It's mostly wet. Once it starts to dry, you'll see like there's darker spots mostly where the wet. oil is. And then the other part is wet around it from rubbing. 556. It it's an matter. embarrassment Nothing of riches. People came all over me. <laughs> well, that sucks. Yeah, and now I have to go be funny. I, this has been pretty funny. It's not going to make you any less funny, Mary. I am not in a headspace. I know. Right now. I know. Aggravated. Before the oil even spilled, you were in a bad mood. I wasn't in a bad mood. I'm just tired. I can't breathe out of my nose. And that's How about this? Let's, let's choose the nuclear option. Pour oil all over the rest of the shirt so it looks like a no, pattern. I like this shirt. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> It's battle conditions, man. You got to make uh, difficult decisions. No. I, I mean, what did you learn yesterday? Things don't start on time. So no, I'm the host, though. Right. So what I'm saying is you can find a something to wear on your way to the stand. I think there's there's got to be Just start eating something. granola bars when you're hungry. How you're about that? New York City. There's got to be a place you can buy... A hoodie on the way right, to the show. but then that you know that also means that I have to spend money on a hoodie. <laughs> I'm trying not to spend a hundred dollars every time I leave the house, and that's impossible. All I wanted to do today was taste a sandwich. That's it. <laughs> that's where you understand. And now you just ha- and now you have to taste your shirt. You can deconstruct it. Next the time. bar that is. So you all right? All look at it this way. You got to her. taste a sandwich. And so did my shirt. And yes. That's so frustrating. Yes. So you did accomplish the, the one thing you wanted to so accomplish. Low. How? I don't know why you're mad. You you accomplished your goal. Not to. Yeah, pr- and it didn't. It, it didn't come with. It's got strings attached. It not can't just enjoy a salty, delicious sandwich. Not to prolong the. That agony. was almost another one. Not to prolong the agony. How were you eating the sandwich that it squirted onto your shirt? Do you know what an Italian sub is? Of course, I've had many of them. I've never. So the meat <laughs> you, you like lean your head over the wax paper or whatever they wrap it in because you know it's gonna something's gonna happen. I thought I was doing that. Oh. It's not like I set it on my breast and was eating <laughs> it with my neck like an otter. That's why I was asking. <laughs> never use your shirt as a napkin was what I was trying to say. All right, that's what I wanted to clarify. <laughs> well, you know, one night you're laying under your desk taking a nap. Next night you just put your sandwich on your on your chest and you eat it like pound cake in bed. Yeah, I don't care. I get stuff all over me all the time. Yeah, but that's at home and you don't have to go anywhere and host. Well, stop having so much stuff to do. Could you wear your shirt backward? No, it's a hoodie. Then the hood <laughs> will be on my face. Not, who am I, Kanye? I'm going to cover my face. No, you don't put the hood up. It's just down underneath. It looks like a cowl. Mm-hmm. And then you fill that with club popcorn. And then you do the thing where you stick your tongue down in it when you want to. Yeah. No, make it look like a cowl. No. And you go, ah, maybe you, I might look weird to you guys. So that, guess what? You got your coat too, right? Yeah, that's that's great. Just <laughs> go wear through a the coat. coat. Zipped all the way up. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm really 
really cold in here tonight. I think I'm a homeless person. <laughs> right. Oh, God. There really is no good solution. There isn't. With the brief <laughs> amount of time so you have. There, no, there's there no good so solution. Many. Nope. She's up against it. Uh, Do you know any comedians on the show? Yeah, Joe List, Dan Soder, Francis Ellis. This is like the most famous lineup I've ever Right, people right. Okay. she doesn't want to be greasy in front of. Or that I don't want to ask for their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan, can I borrow a shirt? Dan, hey, bring me a billion hoodie to wear. Yeah. The person who's been on HBO, can I have your clothes? <laughs> like, hey, this is how you build relationships. This is you. People want to help you out. You have a funny anecdote. Yeah. Hey, Joe, remember when I borrowed your sweatshirt because I got right, Italian not, dressing all over my shirt? This is not a slight on Mary. She's not going to fit anything Joe List has. No. He's the skinniest boy. He's a slight young yeah. man. Tall, tall. Joe List, Francis Ellis. Uh, I'm just um, saying because Joe List is so Dan goddamn Soder, skinny, right? though. Soder, like super six tall. Foot three. Yeah. yeah. Your shirt come down to your knees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike and Parma just wants to point out. Mary, please think about the people of East Palestine. Their spill was much worse than yours. Okay, whatever. Hey, listen, that's perspective. <laughs> into perspective. It's always good to Careful maintain... Careful with that water. <laughs> it's always good to maintain perspective. Well, that's no good. Yeah, well, that's where we're at. Hmm. Well, maybe it'll... Um, no. Ma- <laughs> maybe... Maybe you should just pack a bib when you go to work. I, I'm pack a bib. My, I'm trying to make my backpack lighter. I didn't say a lead bib. Like an x-ray bib? A bib. Yeah. Like you're getting yeah. you're the dentist. No, like, a, just like a, a little plastic bib. Yeah. Like you get when you go to a seafood Lobster restaurant. Lobster bib. So that when you're eating, something gets on you. Obviously, that doesn't help with this situation. I sent a picture to Brian, and he goes, what is that? I was like, a time dressing, I'm so annoyed. And he goes, it's not that noticeable. I was like, you're, Brian, you're such a liar. Like, well, it probably wasn't in the picture, shame. but like right in front of you, he would yeah. notice. You know. Or on a stage with a spotlight on you. Mm-hmm. Go ask the Z100 dude if he has a top in there. Hey, any Z100 swag I can I wear at my show? people's clothing. I heart New York. No, like in the promo closet. There's probably like a jacket here. What? They have There's a promo different club. floors, remember? This is just the floor where the radio studios are. Oh, you mean not on People that floor? People don't yeah. come here. And she doesn't have access to those other floors. Right. Remember, she has to sneak in to get the food. Gotcha. <laughs> See what I mean? I'm sneaking into getting food. I'm asking coworkers for their clothing. Like, I'm going to get fired. I'm can, sleeping under can, the desk. <laughs> can you door dash a shirt? <laughs> you probably can in that city. Uh... You could probably get somebody to buy you a shirt and meet you at the stand. I don't want to spend. She doesn't want to spend the money. Yeah. My my Italian sub was already fifteen dollars today. <laughs> is your is your roommate doing spots tonight? Have her bring a shirt out to you. I, do you want? Okay, Alan. I'm, I'm just live, spitballing. No, no, no. I appreciate it, but I don't live in Cleveland. It's not as easy as her getting in her car and driving no, no, 15 no. minutes. Well, I didn't know if she was... five minute train. I ride. didn't know if you guys were both going to be doing spots at the same time. No. Like she'd she already... happened to be out. Right. Yeah. Happened She's to be at out. home. Well, and if she happened to be out, then what? She Go find me a shirt? <laughs> no. No. If she, me? I mean, if, she, if you guys were going to be doing shows at the same time... My and show maybe, is in 57 minutes. <laughs> maybe she hadn't left yet. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> she is not happy. Is, I don't blame her. I understand. If, if I had to go do something, what, oh, God, what did I do? It was a couple of weeks ago. I had I had an appearance or something somewhere, or it was a photo thing, and I spilled on my shirt. I was like, God Why damn it. Why did you just not spill on your shirt? Remember when you said that to Mary? How were you eating that thing? Mm -hmm. I was I laying on my back and I was eating, yeah, I was eating ramen into my mouth. <laughs> Raymond. <laughs> Raymond noodles. Alan, why do they call it dressing then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll open with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that does suck. I think the best thing to do, I know it's annoying to put your hoodie back on and off, but it's a good shirt. That MMS shirt's a good shirt. You look good in that shirt. And just go with roll with that T-shirt. Maybe the club is the club always cold. It's not warm. No, but no place here except my apartment that's seventy-seven degrees. <laughs> she had an eighty-five at home. She goes from twenty degrees to ninety. <sighs> the windows are all fogged up. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, host pays good though. Yeah, that's a good point too. Perspective. The Exxon Valdez was way worse than this. I don't know. The sandwich was not Capicola and Areola. I don't think that's even a That's not a real no. sandwich. Now they're just cracking wise. Now they're just being. They're mean. cracking now wise. They're, they're joshing around. Well, yeah, yeah that's no well, good. That's good. terrible. So that's where we're at. Okay. 57 minutes. <sighs> no way to know what time yeah. that show starts. 55 now. Oh, God. Oh. I mean, you were going to go. I'll be at high and dry tonight, freshly showered. <laughs> I mean, right. with respect, Mary, you are going up to perform in a hoodie. Yeah, so but it's like the, a nicer hoodie. It's is not it? Like a, yeah, it's not like a, just a pullover high school cheerleading hoodie. It's, it's, it's like a $55 sweatshirt. Tell like them it. you're an Eagles fan and they come like that. Stained? <laughs> yes. Stained tears. Cheese steaks. Yes. The cheese steaks could not be higher for the show. Ladies and gentlemen, and um, all right. I mean, boy, I think I speak for all of us here. We really wish we had a viable solution for you. But we don't. Stop being a dumbass. <laughs> so Are you talking to yourself or me? To me. Oh, I mean, it could apply to me, too. It's, it's everything's fine. Mm -hmm. matter. That's what it sounds like to me. Listen, that's what it sounds like to me. That's the vibe I'm getting. Everything's fine. It literally doesn't matter. It's just annoying. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go and I'm going to be fine. <laughs> I text when text Brian texted and was like, it's not that bad. I said, Brian. And he goes, okay, it's really bad. <laughs> I was just trying to make you feel bad. Like, yeah, of course. That's all you can show. see. I, I know. I was like, listen. <laughs> That's very nice of him. Yeah. He's lying to you and you know he's lying. But you are wearing a necklace that says pizza on it. So I feel like I would be like, oh, this is her thing. Is that what it says? Yeah. The, the sloppy pizza lady. Is, my favorite thing is pizza. So I bought myself a pizza necklace. But that doesn't mean I should be a mess. And what's the point of a shout wipe? That's what I want to know, shout wipes. I used a shout wipe, and the stains are still there. Oil's oh, you got, different. You got Oil's two. different. I got four. Oh, yeah. Four. Oh, there's a geez. little one yeah. up here, and then there's two that's big bad. ones and a fourth one at the bottom. Oh, yeah, that's real I thought it was just one no, in the middle there. it's four. Because it all dried now. It's not It's not all wet anymore. Well, right. No, it was all wet because of you were the trying shout to, wipe. Yeah, I took the shout wipe up as soon as I saw it, and I started scrubbing at it, but the oil was <laughs> oil. 
She's just got a she's got a a greasy archipelago on her hoodie right there. Yikes. All right. But why do I have to be this way? Do you what understand? Way? You're just like, why am you're, I you're already because you're already not angry. You're not at your optimum powers because you're not you're under the weather. You're not. So it's just it's that kind of day or week or whatever. You know, if, also, if you were if you were firing on all cylinders, that probably wouldn't have happened. I haven't been to therapy in six weeks and I'm, I feel like this is about to make me cry. Like that's how frustrated and tired and exhausted I am that I'm like, I cannot handle one more thing going wrong. Well, just let me and Alan be your therapist real quick. No, you guys don't like that. <laughs> just tell us what's going on. Like when I just said the sentence, why am I like this? Why do I have to be this way? It it hit too hard. Like, you know what I mean? Where it was like, oh, that's deeper. That came from a place deeper than Italian dressing. And it's frustrating. And what can you do to work on that? I don't know, man. Stick to a diet, maybe. Not eat Italian dressing. When you say this way, what do you mean? Like this this type of like, I'm accident prone. And I don't plan well. And I'm not well, prepared for things. Yeah, but you, well, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll take that at face value. But you, you couldn't, know? this particular instance, you couldn't really plan for the I sandwich to squirt you didn't know that you were eating it. a squirter i could have taken my hoodie off like hey mirror yeah you have a tendency yeah that would have spilled yep. things that would have been a really good plan so Take in the future off. what can you do to remind yourself of those things so you're saying foresight is not your strong suit i don't you know how i don't ask enough questions i just kind of do things and hope it's going to be fine or I don't think about it at all. Where I'm huh. like, oh, I'm just going to eat a sandwich. Normal people eat sandwiches all the time. Well, I bet. You know what? Long term, the city's going to beat that out of you. Probably. Yep. You're going to start planning and asking questions because you have to. Yeah, you have to. You have to be so much more prepared for anything. Do you, are there any "Hello, my name is" stickers around there? I would need four of them. <laughs> I didn't say how many. In Put four of them on my there. Shirt. Not up on top right. <laughs> people top think right it's corner. people think it's your hook. What if you just cut out <laughs> where the, the holes are? Just yeah, cut them out? just cut the oil out <laughs> so that she has a holy yeah. hoodie on. You look, it's like a it's new fashion. style. Yeah. yeah, new new fashion trend. Hmm. So rather than look like she spilled something, she's gonna look like moths got into her laundry. Mm-hmm. That can be a look. Plenty of people do that. That's uh, a real Hobson's choice there, isn't it? Well, I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. have to go. We're, I'm going to yeah. let you go, Mayor. Okay. Thanks. Good luck tonight. I, I think we helped out. I I, so. uh, I don't know how we did, but I uh, I feel good about that. And now I must leave you as the Brady Bunch is on, and I find four of those children incredibly arousing. <laughs> Get out of here. Be careful of what you say. Be careful in every way. Be careful of what you do big brother is watching you be circumspect and discreet stay light on your mental feet one slip and you know you're through big brother is watching you conform with all directives remember obedience pays and when you watch that tv screen Remember it works both ways You'll disappear in a wink Unless you can double think You'll vanish into the blue Big Brother is watching you 
with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.